Hey, welcome everybody to podcast number 124, brought to you by Five Pin Universe, with uh, myself, Carrie Kreitz, the Wiseman Twins, Tim and Dexter, and Daryl Bradley, bringing you uh, the 124th semi-bi-weekly, if we feel like it, podcast, uh, <laughs> the number one Five Pin un- or Five Pin podcast in the world, if you don't believe it. I noticed uh, a little detail, Carrie. <laughs> on the opening graphic, you added 5PU to your hats and Dexter's hat. I did. I did. Well done, sir. Touche. Well done. <laughs> I was not paying attention. But well oh, yeah. done. It's, it's, on, okay. it's on your little hat and on Carrie's hat, it has the 5PU. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. I like it, Daryl. Uh, I update. It's coming along. It's yeah, coming along. it's getting there. It's not uh, not too far away. So probably another another week, I'd say, and we'll be all cleared up, hundred percent. Well, we're getting close to live that probably... video. That's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And do we need to see that? No, I showed it a few times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sue asked me the other day. She's like, "Do you want me to put some makeup on that?" I'm like, "You're going to need a lot of makeup on this." Thing. So just, just yeah. no. We're, we're or no. just. Just go with go with the eyeshadow. Just go with like full eyeshadow. Just yeah, yeah. black. You know? full evil. Yeah, go full full absolutely. go full goth look or what? Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. 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 Uh, Tim, Tim, how are the uh, how are the how's the laser beam shooting? Well, it's better. It's better. That's for sure. Good. It's uh, no IV today, so we're good. We're good. Yeah. Good. Yeah, Back up the par. Back up the par. Awesome. Yeah, take, taking my pills like I'm supposed to. Dex, you want to promote your uh, trip in October for everybody here right now? Anybody want to come aboard, come aboard a trip with Dex? Any, anybody who's emo at heart, if you haven't seen the When We Were Young concert that was just announced yesterday, check it out. That is like the greatest emo punk rock lineup you will ever see. Vegas, October 22nd. Tickets go on yeah. sale Friday. Get Our it. group text was just blowing up yesterday. What is going on? It, it's insane. I look I'm, it up. I'm like, who are these bands? I have no idea. Like, I recognize a few bands. I couldn't tell anybody what the show, what song it is. But I was like, oh man, honestly, it is like seriously warped to her greatest hits. Like, I don't know. It's it is the greatest collection of like punk rock bands I've seen ever. It's so good. So uh, it's not bad. So it's a one-day concert, so it's uh, a bit expensive if that's the only thing you're going for. But it's Vegas, so you can spend the whole week there afterwards. <laughs> yeah, Vegas is no. expensive anyways. But, 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 but you, you, can't go to, you can't go to Vegas for a week. There's no way. There's yeah, no I, way. Like, I, you're the closest, I've been, was, yeah. Yeah. The, the closest I've been is five or six days, I think. And it was, it was way too much. Yeah, I remember uh, you coming back from much. that, Tim. And you looked, you looked like death warmed over. It's like, what a great <laughs> yeah. holiday. Yeah, I'm gonna go, to I'm gonna go relax, relax in Vegas. No, <laughs> no, I I was uh, wrecked about four times. Like, yeah, you, you guys for, you guys forget you never go to the pool. The pool you guys spend two or three days at. That's the relaxing part. You don't have oh. to be bar hopping, casino jumping. Yeah, There's I was back in my, I was back in my younger days, right? You know, now I'm. <laughs> All reserved and whatnot. So <laughs> now you have bills. Yeah, <laughs> but then pool parties end up. You get the, the you get the cabana going. You get the DJ spinning. You get you know but, but, stuff but happening into the foam parties. Like you just De- can't avoid them. Dexter, how much how much is those tickets worth? Two hundred twenty five American. Okay, so all I have to say is we spent way more stupid shit on two hundred twenty five American down in Vegas. Oh, one hundred percent. So oh, yeah. so the money the mo- the money is good. I remember that one time I bought. It's a twelve-hour concert. I bought six Red Bulls in a club for two hundred and fifty dollars. I mean, so that that's basically, <laughs> that's basically your whole ticket, right? So, yeah, it was a little pricey. 
Yeah. It's a re reunion trip for the boys boys trip that we went on. I don't think Dex oh, was yeah. were you on that. No, Dexter was not. No, no. Dex was not. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I don't uh, think everybody's. I don't think everybody's tuning into the podcast to hear about our Vegas adventures. No. no. So yeah. hey, although yeah, it would be sure. a really good podcast, I and mean, I could probably go for two hours myself on my Vegas shenanigans. But there's yeah. people watching this. Um, so what about the NFL? Eh? Did you see all everybody enjoy Patriots getting their ass kicked? Like it was enjoyable. Who's a Patriots fan now that Tom Brady's not there anymore? Let's be honest. Like, oh, yeah. All the old Patriots fans are now Bucks fans. Let's go Bucks. Hey, no, no, I, went, I went the other way. Like, I was a Patriots fan when Bledsoe was there. I loved Bledsoe. When when Brady became the quarterback, I was like, goodbye. See yeah. You, you, know what? you know what? I can get behind the Bills, and I'm a Dolphins fan, and I can get behind the Bills. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of the Patriots fans out there cheer for the Patriots, but as soon as they're out, they're like, hey, by the way, let's go Tampa. And it just it just disgusts me. And I'm calling yeah. out like people like Derek Holm out there. Don't don't get me. <laughs> like Gary. You are? Packers? No, it's Portland Pack Packers. 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 Yeah. Oh yeah. No no one cares about the Packers, yeah. Yeah, because they're the only good team left in the playoffs and you guys have nobody to cheer for. No, the Bills. The Bills are gonna win. No. I thought you were a Raiders fan, I Tim. Think... Stop stop jumping. On I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna cheer for the the Chargers. The Chargers <laughs> and oh. oh the I don't know well, who's Stafford or Stafford's with the Rams now. The Rams. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm cheering for the Rams. I like Stafford. That's good. Good for you, Dex. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, let's talk about uh, five pin league, hey, pro team league. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, you guys, uh, Dream Crushers. Yeah, Carrie and Dex are like, I don't really want to talk about it. That's, <laughs> no, what do you guys want to talk about? Honestly, <laughs> honestly, it's just the story of my bowling for the last three months. Yeah, whatever. We'll get to that part. Just, let's yeah. just punch for a million times. First, uh, oh, yeah. first couple games. So we had the Fry Pin League uh, on Sunday. First couple games, Okanagan Eclipse. They came out and they got a couple of wins. That was pretty big for them to to get that. Huge. That that puts them right back into like the whole swing of things and. Uh, yeah, there's like four teams really in that division that are really vying for the three spots. So um, that was, yeah, two really huge wins for them. Um, Mad Hatters were definitely close. They were right there in the mix, but just couldn't do it the first game. And then they played uh, you guys this that last game at um, the Dream Crushers. So there's the standings there. So it was all teams that were in the Cargill division. So Dream yeah, Crushers got another win. Uh, Heartland didn't play. Paradise played, uh, but lost to Okanagan Eclipse. And then Okanagan beat the Mad Hatters as well. Yeah, yeah it's it's crazy, you know. Um, I know for us, we're Game looking at our what our next three games are. And we play Toppler, the Bombers, and we play Next Gen. And nothing against Holy Rollers, but I think those three are going to be unbelievably hard to play against, right? So um, from, from that division, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be really good. It's gonna be interesting when we when we play you in the same center. I don't think anybody else has done that, so that'd be kind of a unique situation in there, right? Yeah, we're um, still a couple months away to negotiate which lane that everybody gets. I, I'm pretty sure the proprietor <laughs> will decide which one you're going to be on. Well, then let's just play 15, 16. <laughs> we like we like 15. You guys like 16. Let's just go straight up. Let's like uh, we did. It. I kind I kind of want to put you guys at one and us on 16. <laughs> and cool. then. And then, oh. and then we could just literally run out shots 15, 15 lanes across. <laughs> I, I think... Let's ask, let's ask, we should ask the people. Do you want to see it when Bombers play the Dream Crushers 15-16 or 1-16? Uh, 
I or maybe we, don't, we won't play on one for sure. Lane we'll five, play on lane three. five would be good. Lane, lane five, five maybe we play. You got the you got the air vent below on lane five though. We yeah, five, and seven six, first five and six is the best set in the house. Like not even close. There's like there's I oh, believe but, there's five four hundreds on that set already this year. Yeah, yeah we'll, but we'll, you guys we'll playing? But you guys playing on sixteen though? We'll but that's the, but five and six is the best 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 in the house. But you got you guys are playing on sixteen. Yeah. yeah. We Should we talk about Dexter and Carrie's performance on Sunday? I mean, <laughs> hey, how, you know how about you guys? Yeah, let's move on. Uh, Carrie's yeah. just keeping her. Uh, had a tough time making the making the hit in the middle. Dexter, thank God you played me Sunday night because you were near retirement on Sunday night when I'm, I saw I'm you so, at, league, at league. So frustrated. It's like three <laughs> months of just strike punch, strike punch, strike punch. I can't stop. I'm just losing my friggin' mind. And uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So and I come I, up, and after the first game on Sunday night at Sunday League, I play Tim the first game. Easy, easy, make easy work of Tim. Don't worry, everybody. There's not going to be another minute of, you know, gratitude. That's <laughs> no, all good. Hey, just yeah. have to give. But then I games, right? then I play Dexter. So I wander over. Dex sitting sitting in behind seven eight, just kind of hanging out, kind of. And also I come up and say, Hey, Dex, how's it going? I haven't talked to you yet since this morning. And he just immediately starts saying, "All right, game. Oh my God, this sucks. And that's been three months, and this and this, and I'm gonna retire, and I'm done." And I'm like, I look over to my right, and guess who I'm playing on on seven and eight? I'm playing Dexter. <laughs> I, what do you I think, don't think I ever was? said I retire? I'm retiring. Yeah, you were. Yeah, yeah, you, you definitely yeah, said yeah. you were. Yeah, definitely. And it was. Sure enough, Dexter comes out, shoots a three fifty, and uh, all's good in the world again. No problem. <laughs> you're, you're welcome. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? I, I think I think Weber's really rubbing off on Dex, right? Yeah. I think that's kind of a a Weber thing. So, yeah, he he shot three thirty nine and he threw aces and ten on a, on a couple strikes. So, yeah, yeah, yeah shooting three ninety going on. But, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and then but, who uh, beat me? Who beat me in that game for that singles pot? Weber. Weber beat you. Weber shot three fifty. Right. He was real friggin' glad. I, like and then I beat the I beat him in the last game, so it's like I was two for three out of the podcast crew. Okay with that. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. perfect I'm, ratio I'm, for me. Yeah, I see that yeah. we updated the stats for the five pin uh, universe pro team league. Um, mm-hmm. Holdsworth, unbelievable, eh? Oh, Holdsworth has got quite the run going for sure. Yeah, I'll bring that up and share it with so our. This is this is watchers. individual stats of the five PL to date. Total pinfall averages points one. All that kind of stuff. So there's pretty much your top top players. Obviously Victor with five points, but we've played five matches. Some of these teams haven't played five matches yet, but yeah. Yeah. Uh Holdsworth averaging three seventeen, wow. winning all four of his matches. D B winning all four of his matches that he's played. I think uh, the bombers have played five though, correct? Yeah? We have, yeah. I didn't play the first one. Yeah, right. you just well, when you when you get buried on an easy slot in the lineup, that's what you just get. Gimme wins, yeah. right? So yeah, yeah, gimme wins, averaging two eighty two. Yeah, yeah. no, <laughs> you know, no, 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 no. Take take away your high three fifty and see what you're averaging there, bud. <laughs> hey Tim, whenever you want to show up for your team and actually be in the lineup, then we can probably yeah. start jerking. That's, that's a really good point. We where's Tim Watson in there? I mean, yeah. we, what do you know? We 14th. could have used a poll on the weekend. That's for sure. you know what? Either mine or Carrie's ass need to get yanked. <laughs> yeah, that, that would have been prime time to make a poll, but nope. 
No, nope. yeah. we have oh, selfish yeah. people on our team that don't want to show up for the team. I get it. Yeah. Hey, you know, do, I, so doing, I, it, doing your duties so as a president well, of the long, Yeah, I was yeah. in the IP. I was running the interprovincials down in Stettler, uh, home of the Heartland uh, Bowl, right? Uh, Kingpins. And uh, we were down there. I did my announcement. Uh, Robert Gallagher, manager, had it up on the on the big screen down there. And I was like, hey, guys, I want to let you guys know, game three, I hear some. there's some really good players out there playing. They're called the Dream Crushers, and I got absolutely booed. They booed me off the mic, and, and and I forgot Linda was there from from Matt Hatter. Was like, whoops, uh, foot in my mouth. <laughs> Anyways, it was great, and everybody watched out there. But yeah, I don't I don't know why everybody doesn't like the Dream Crushers. Interesting. <laughs> um, before we move on to the next topic, let's ask the everybody that's tuning in right now. What do you guys think of the Pro League? How many of you are watching it and staying tuned and? Um, rooting for teams obviously there isn't teams from every province due to the whole covid thing when we first started i know there's lots of people asking um about joining the pro league and stuff like that you have to wait till season one is done people you have to wait this one out we're not adding teams in the middle of seasons and stuff like that but uh it's looking good and for those of you that don't have a local team to support who have you picked to cheer for and why yeah I, I'm yeah. like that's that always to me is like really really interesting. I don't know who's your yeah who's your favorite team so far. Who's your who's your team affiliation you're gonna go with? You know, yeah, the poor lowly Dolphins. If you have like, yeah, the Miami yeah. Dolphins or the Timmins <laughs> Mighty Plucks. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know what um, I, I I feel like the Dream Crushers are like the Yankees. That's how I feel like we are right now. Well, when when the live commentators actively root against you, <laughs> you have to be the Yankees. I figured, <laughs> I figured that was coming. Yeah. 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 There's no really no really option. Either you're the Yankees or you're the Patriots because uh, commentators yeah. love that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. No. I, obviously just to wrap the whole thing up my bowling wasn't very good i did some little a little session with the coach afterwards and hopefully got some things figured out and we'll find out tomorrow when i get to play league and try what we uh tested so um it it was kind of eye-opening coming back not really playing we think we played thursday league or whatever and i didn't play the greatest but coming into that match kind of having high hopes and then performing like that kind of puts you in your place pretty quick yeah but yeah that's the way the game goes man you'll be you'll be fine you'll be back i'm sure it's just like you said a couple little tweaks and you'll be there and i just i just want to and you've got a game this weekend too coming up who else is clicking (laughs) i was hey baldwin just because you're with a bomber doesn't mean you can call us the yankees and i just gotta say (laughs) there's no way that i could even be considered in a yankee sort of team at all i Help was helping out a BPG bomber bowler on Monday night to try to help her game and figure her stuff out. So I don't think any Yankee would ever do that, <laughs> especially A Rod. Yeah. No chance. Might be only A Rod. Aaron, um, so uh, sorry. Adam is definitely A Rod. Adam is definitely A Rod. I can. All right, let's pay some bills before we bring our special <laughs> guest in. Yeah. Um, you can become a patron at. Patreon.com slash 5pinuniverse for as little as $2 a month. Canadian. 
Um, it helps us out, pay all our subscription fees and everything that we're doing um, on a monthly basis or weekly to weekly basis. Um, and yeah, we get to show your name on the screen or if you don't want uh, your name on the screen, just let us know you want, wish to be anonymous and we won't do that. But uh, we can't thank these people enough for sponsoring us every month and helping us bring this to fruition. Um, <laughs> Maybe that should be our, uh, our hashtag tonight. Hashtag miss left KK. <laughs> <laughs> every miss was left and just, yeah, literally a board. Isn't that isn't that so infuriating? <laughs> yeah. And then I make I make a correction and I punch. And I might as well just miss the middle and make my spare shoot two hundred better yeah. than what yeah. I end up with one eighty five. I think it was. So hey, good. you can only go up. I'm, I'm not, not Tim Wiseman. I, I can't miss the middle and spare it five times and shoot two eighty. I'm sorry, I'm not that good. Uh, <laughs> uh, All Star Bowling Sales once again our weekly sponsor. Um, they're also doing a draw again this week. It'll be hashtag all-star draw. Um, what else should we do? Let's run their commercial and let's bring in our special guest, I believe. Yeah, let's do that. All right, we'll jump right into this one. So without further ado, from originally from North Bay, Ontario, uh, now resides in Upper Canada. That one's for you, Mr. Jeff Watts. Uh, here's our special guest. Mr. Steve Greensides, welcome to the show. Oh, thanks for having me. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for joining us. We, we uh, left out the Steelers. The <laughs> we left out the Steelers because we saw you before with the hat, so we didn't talk about them there, buddy. How, you know, they made it to the playoffs at least. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kept the 500 uh, streak alive, so that's all I'm happy about. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, would you, what do you feel about, do you watch the pro league at all, Steve? Oh What's yeah. I watch all it? your stuff. No, like <laughs> awesome. I watch every podcast. Uh, I, I don't watch it live the, the Sunday morning. I usually watch it later. Uh, the pro league. Uh, that's pretty neat. Uh, I, and I love the eight gamer. That was a cool tournament. Yeah. The eight gamer was lots of fun. Yeah. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. So, so who do you cheer for? Do you have a team? Oh, oh, and yours. Yeah. Okay, I'm yeah. biased. I guess I am with you guys. You know. So, yeah. so you're with Yankee the bombers. Fan. So you're with the bombers. Uh, yeah. Sorry, DB. No, you got a good team too. You got Matt no, Schultz on there. Yeah. You're doing oh, the bandwagon no. jumper then. Just jumping along the five thing you guys. Come on, yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go bombers. <laughs> <laughs> awesome we're, yeah. we're, we're still considering making some like team swag and stuff like that and we'll have to get you a hat <laughs> okay. uh, our first official fan look at that gotta shout out for uh, next gen too yeah gotta like yeah. them for mm -hmm. sure yeah there it's a that's a team full of super yeah. talented kids yeah good yeah. name next gen. yeah 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 absolutely Kind of it rather pending for just... and they they play you guys this weekend. Next gen plays Dream Crushers this weekend coming up. That's yeah. going to be oh, that'll weekend. be good. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's yeah. a, that's a must see. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's one that we're getting geared up for. That's for sure. 
Maybe Tim will show up for the team one one this week. <laughs> yeah, Tim, you busy well, this I, Sunday? No, yeah. I'm actually I'm on, I'm on call for you guys. So if you guys need some help, I saw it last week, so I'm in. <laughs> who's who's gonna not play in the lineup though? That's gonna be the tough one. Well, that's right here. Yeah, you're auto out already, are you kidding? Who, like, who, who knows if we don't know if Katie's available, right? So I mean uh, we we'll all see. Right. A lot could gotcha. happen in the next three days for gotcha. sure. Yeah. 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 Greeny, you gotta ask, what is that in behind you? Like it looked like a bear of some sort? Yeah. Yeah, my uh, brother's a chainsaw artist, and uh, that's actually a, a bear from the old Carlings uh, posters years back. So, nice. like, yeah, he's he's been to Japan, you know, how they have the year of the, the dragon, the year of the whatever. He was going over there every year uh, for about, well, he did all 12. And, uh, oh, the hair. Well, well I got a plan for the hair. Yeah, it's going to be cut. And I'm mailing it to Lenny Ansess. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, I'll get the address for Len later from you guys. <laughs> you, you just ship it to Cut Knife, they'll find him. You don't have yeah, to that's the true. Lenny. You know, it's population Lenny. 30 or what yeah. is it? To yeah. Lenny, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, so anyway, my brother, uh, Chainsaw Artist, and he was at Gross Mountain in BC for a number of years. I think he did. 18 or 36 uh, carvings, and they were all like 18 feet tall and that. And Japan, uh, those ones were all huge. They actually had to ship the wood from BC to wow. Japan. for. And he would go over there. He'd be there for a month, and then they'd have an unveiling at the end. Yeah, that's so a ridiculous that's talent. That's a big talent somebody can do. That's yeah. incredible. It's like the ice sculptures or even sandcastles, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and it's all with a chainsaw, too. That's the thing. Well, yeah. that's what I mean. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, big scu uh, sculptures, I could see that being, you know, a challenge. But to do something that size, yeah, that's got to – to get that kind of detail, that's got to be so tough. That's incredible. Yeah. Super yeah. neat. Yeah, he does uh, more smaller stuff now. He doesn't do any of those big ones anymore. He, well, he's older, right? So, yeah. Yeah, but he's still doing it. Yeah, That's really neat. That's really neat. Well, should we chat yeah, some bowling on, here? Yeah, yeah, let's do absolutely. that. Let's, uh, so Bio says started in North Bay, as Carrie mentioned before. And, of course, we're all Googling up where was North Bay. And so there it is. So take us back, Greeny, to where, where it all began for you, buddy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I was actually born in Toronto. But anyway, uh, my parents got divorced when I was like six months old. And so we lived with my grandparents. Uh, in North Bay, and I started bowling there. They, my mom and uh, grandmother, both bowled, and so they would go up to the Four Seasons and take me along. And three years old, there I was bowling on a lane while they're bowling their league. Right, the the proprietor, yeah. like my mom was a master bowler, or grandmother, I should say, was master bowler at the time there. And so I, I started at a young age, and uh, I actually started YBC when I was five where back then, I think it was eight, you had to be. So I was an underager, right? But they oh. allowed me to bowl. And uh, and then uh, I actually made the four steps to stardom team uh, my second year. And then uh, we ended up moving to Toronto. 
And my first year in Toronto, I was a peewee because they just came out with the peewees. Right. Yeah, so that was, it was pretty mm. neat. Yeah. So you made the four steps of stardom team when you were six? Yes. And uh, when I moved to Toronto, uh, I made it as a peewee for the bound team. That's awesome. That's, seven, yeah. Yeah. That's really good. Kind of yeah. eye-opening and different experience too. When it, it happens that long, what do you mean I qualified for what? What am I playing? Yeah, or yeah, where am yeah. I going? Or what am I doing? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. And like there was four weeks of qualifying, right? It used to be your first uh, eight games, and Pee Wee's only bowled two games. So uh, most of the people had bowled their eight games in the first three weeks, and then I had my last two games. And like, it's not like. At that age, I was looking at the scoreboard and knew, you know what I mean? It, it just yeah. happened. I made it, yeah. So That's so, awesome. So you, you were bowling, you went and started bowling at Thorncliffe. That's when we moved to Toronto, yeah. 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 So I, I read a little post about, um, on Walter Heaney's post today at Thorncliffe. Yeah. About all, it was Jack Fine Center and stuff yeah. like that. And yeah. um, it, was, it was supposed to be quite the place, it was quite the... Uh, promotions like they had a turtle race there before yeah it was <laughs> funny uh, they had all that and other people from thorncliffe there were and i i don't know for some reason i i, I can vaguely remember it but when yeah. i first read it i didn't but then i saw more comments and then i i sort of but i don't know if i was ever there uh, the saturday yeah. evenings when they ran it you know what i mean maybe once <laughs> yeah, so it wasn't something that stuck in my head, right? Uh, okay, yeah, it's, it's quite. Are we talking legit, like turtle races? Yes. Like, what do you mean? They'd be at they one end of the lane and go to the other end of the lane. Right, and the first one, uh, first one gets the ball from six to nine for free. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> by bringing by bringing your pet turtle, and if your turtle, no, they, no, they no, had a tank of them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they had a tank of them at the lane. So you, yeah, you pick yeah. a, you pick a turtle to race for you. Yeah. 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 So, so it was the original side, marble races. Yeah, side yeah. betting, side betting on turtles. Like you put the little yeah. little number on the back of them and they'd have to yeah. 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 Wow. Oh, you know what? I bet you that drew people in like crazy though. If we did that now, that would be insane. Let's yeah. do it, Dex. Bonnie Bonnie Dune, 48 turtles. Pete, That's right. Yeah, but I don't know how far they raced. Like what whether it was just the approach until they went over the foul line, who knows, right? Yeah, <laughs> I don't remember that. So. <laughs> You'd be there all night. <laughs> yeah. this is six, to, six to nine, you can bowl for free, but you got a yeah. turtle in the middle of your way. Yeah, uh, yeah the turtle like didn't a... cross the line to eight. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, This sounds like this could turn into a side bet at a, at a cash tournament for sure. <laughs> but yeah. Bring your turtles, people. Bring your turtles. <laughs> My goodness. Yeah, be like the, the the chicken bowling there back in the KG. Oh, that was hilarious. Yep. Yeah, we've heard a few stories of that, and people with cut hands and yeah, yeah. There's a, yeah. Oh, people are lucky they didn't get sound. I didn't actually poisoning. do it, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't think you'd catch me doing it. Uh, no. may, may, maybe after like fifteen fireball shots, but oh, probably wow. probably not before that. Oh. <laughs> Faster approach than uh, Tim Barker? Is that what you're getting at? <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'll see this weekend on Pro League, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I hope you get set. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, uh, did you have like good success in YBC? 
Let's get a bunch of YBC stuff. Uh, not until really my senior senior years. Like we had the twenty four zones, right? So, and and in our zone we had uh, fourteen teams, uh, or uh, yeah, fourteen centers, I should say, in our zone. That in Toronto zone there, and uh, so you had to get out of there. And uh, I made it to the provincials, you know, a number of times, but didn't medal. Not until uh, in the senior years. Yeah, gotcha. I, once on teams we got a bronze, and then my last year senior. Uh, in singles, I, I lost by five. Oh, so that's sort of, yeah, I got a silver, so. Ooh, losing by five. That one sort of sticks with you for a bit too, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when I was, I wanted to go to the Nationals so bad, right? Yeah. I hadn't done it, so. Do you remember so who I'm, you lost to that time? Yeah, uh, John Smith. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, isn't that funny? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Well, that was yeah. his real name, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, was that at that time? Was the North still? Did the North have their own like yeah. provincial? Yeah. Okay, so yeah. it wasn't all together. So that that's yeah, that's just Southern Ontario. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. But that's Canada. a lot of places. I mean, you said there's 24 zones, and then even yeah. within your own zone, there's 14 yeah. bowling centers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the amount of sheer amount of people that you had had to go through to get there. Yeah, I mean, like even so within your own house. to get to the provincials. Yeah, like Thorncliffe though, we we were probably in our zone. We were probably the strongest center. They had you know a lot of good bowlers out of there. You know, like we had a girl uh, went to the nationals uh, and junior singles. And we also had the the age group above me, the seniors. They won uh, one year. The teams, get this, they won the provincial by one pin. Wow! Oh, As a God. team. Yes. Oh, and that's back when you're keeping score. So when they posted the score, because I was there watching them, uh, you know, I looked up to them and all that. And when I saw the score for Queensway go up, they won by one because I'd already figured out what they needed right so i was happy but then they had to go through they went through and counted make sure there was no adding errors on any of the sheets so totally. it was close to an hour before they actually made it official so at that time would you say like the kid wouldn't have known what he needed or they wouldn't have been able to you know, counted up that. I mean, they would have known that the coaches well, wouldn't they've known. Like in the tenth well, frame, okay, kid, you need to teams, right? So everyone's spread out. So I, I don't remember how close Queensway was to Thorncliffe. Sure. Yeah. 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 Daryl, you would think, but I know somebody didn't know they won a tournament till Wednesday. So it, it's uh... <laughs> it's did, uh, but uh, you, do they you have rely a on you, you rely on the. The statisticians yeah. more so than just your own. But do they even use do they use telescore back then as well, or was it just just pen and paper down below? Just pen and paper, yeah. Yeah, so there was no yeah. way of people really having a clue. No, no, yeah. not until it went up on the board, right? Yeah, fair unless, enough. Yeah. Unless Lynn Howell was there, he could tabulate it for you ahead of time. Yeah, he yes. could yeah. Lorenz, sneak yeah. in between. Yeah, yeah. yeah. probably. Yeah. Neat. Yeah, that Crazy. was a. I I was just so happy for them. Right, it was great. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Hmm. And then when did you start to get even more competitive kind of thing, um, you know, as a youth or did you start playing in different leagues, uh, adult leagues? And how did that go down for you? 
Yeah, well, like I, when I was in uh, my YBC uh, senior years, uh, they used to have drafts for the major league, and I, I got drafted there for 16, 17, 18. Every year it was a different team. Like the last year was uh, with Walter Heaney, Jimmy Holt, Fraser Hamley, Holly Lee. And that was funny because they could use you three or four times throughout the year. Now they were funny because I'd be bowling YBC on a Saturday and I'd get a phone call at the bowling alley. Oh, Steve, can you come bowl today? Well, yeah. So I, I'd have to just finish that game. Sometimes Walter dropped by, picked me up. Other times they just put told me to get in the cab and go out to the West End. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it was hilarious. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> this was the biggest thing going on in the area was the Saturday afternoon major league. That yes, that was the bigger biggest of the major leagues. There was a, they had a Scarborough had a, a Sunday one, which traveled a couple lanes. The Saturday one traveled quite a bit. And uh, depending on the year, sometimes six, eight. The one year I was bowling in it, because I bowled in it once I got out of YBC, we pulled in 13 different centers that year. Wow. We, we went to every place twice. Nice. So, yeah, like oh, a Bolarama, I think, kicked in some money or something. So we went to a lot of the Bolaramas uh, that year. I would say at least six or seven out of the 13. Yeah. So, what an awesome concept. Every Saturday afternoon, that was the traveling. It was just. Yeah. And you I went all the way. Now. You went all the way. Oh, no, there's bowling alleys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But even yeah, still, even exactly. if there's five bowling centers you could go to, but you just, people wouldn't have the time commitment to be able to do something like that now. There's so many tournaments and other things going on in life. Like, it just yeah, doesn't, yeah. couldn't happen. Yeah, it was on Saturday afternoons, right? It went from one to about five or six. That's almost whatever. a perfect time. I mean, really. It, yeah, um, it does make it, sense. It's, it's all during it, prime time. It, it must. You must have skipped your like your tournament weekends and stuff like that, Steve. Or? Oh yes, yes. Like they had a twenty-six uh, uh, week season and then playoffs. Um, but if there was a Masters tournament, the league was usually canceled, right? Because right? the Masters we pulled Saturday, Sunday, right? So, hmm. yeah, hmm. that's quite hmm. the concept. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Right? I always thought, um, even though like play up in Edmonton like an Edmonton five pin series where you do whatever 10 weeks and you, you travel the, the centers or something like that and do a league like that. And like Daryl, you're saying like a time commitment is, is pretty hard nowadays, but I wonder if like a Sunday evening league would work that way or the Wednesday evening leagues or something like that. But yeah, a regular week of it's, it's still your same league. You're just not going to the same place every time. You yeah. may be going yeah. somewhere different. different. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Scarborough uh, traveling league. I think it only went to three different uh, centers. So yeah, you were saying like you, you traveled the Bolarama quite a bit. So it was a big corporation that owned like six or oh. seven centers. No, Bolarama oh. had like 28. Oh, wow. Yeah. That, that was through Jack Fine, right? Yes. Yeah. There, like there was early on, uh, he didn't have that many. But there was another, uh, uh, I don't know, organization, was Shays, at, Shays it was called. And Jack ended up buying all the Shays. So, and I think okay. Shays at the time was, say, 12. 
and Bolaramas were 16. So then when he had it all, it was 28. Like I used to work as a pin chaser at Thorncliffe and 215 an hour. So yeah, that was something. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't, and you never got a raise. But anyhow, uh, at midnight or later, when all the other centers uh, were closing, they used to call in, give out, you know, how much they made at the snack bar, lineage, and all that. And then Jack would call in, you know, about midnight every night to write down all the numbers. Oh, yeah, wow. every single night. Yeah, and Thorncliffe was the place where everyone called, right? So, yeah, right. Hmm. Crazy. Jack, Jack was a hell of a businessman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, his uh, his wife, uh, uh, his or her dad owned a cinema. I don't, I don't know which one it was, but they had a chain of movie theaters. Oh, yeah. what it is called now. Yeah. It's a monopoly on the entertainment world. Yeah, yeah. That's so, neat. Yeah. Good for that. I actually got to go to his house uh, one time, too. That was pretty neat. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was actually uh, the Canada Winter Games. After the team we made it, we went for a pool party barbecue at his place. <laughs> that was pretty cool, yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's awesome. Wow. Yeah. Well, it was a nice house, let me tell you that. Yeah, I yeah. Don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. Yeah. yeah. And they had the Which, of course, does bring us to the... Yeah. Sorry. Go yeah. ahead. Yeah, sorry, Green. No, I'm just saying that brings us to the 83 Winter Games. Great segue to that, obviously. I mean, a number of guests that we've had have uh, had experiences yeah. there. And you yeah. uh, you had a great one yourself. So tell us about that one. Oh, yeah. That was... Uh, that was Well, I'd never made a Nationals, and that was my first one. So that was really cool. Yeah. Just the, you know, the qualifying and then, yeah. <laughs> oh, there's yeah, a big, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, it was just awesome. Like, I just wish it was still going so other people could experience. You know what, well, we were fortunate enough to. Uh, it, I don't know. It was, it was like, I, I called it Canada's Olympics. Because it yeah. was like that, like the, the opening ceremonies. Uh, like Fran, I think, was saying last week, well, we were in an arena adjacent to where the uh, the other arena, there's two side by side, and we're all in there before they marched everyone in, you know, all the provinces yelling their stuff and that. Yeah. And then there, they had it built a tunnel, so you came in, and then the arena probably only held, I don't know, 5,000, 4,000, whatever. But it, the feeling when you walked in, it was just a, just amazing. Yeah, and staying in the the. And now, did you know a lot of the? Sorry, go ahead. Did you know a lot of the people from across the the country? Like, I mean, at that time, all these people that were playing there. Did you, you know, obviously you meet them there at that event, but that's yeah. Oh yeah, like Bruce Mortar, Greg Gibbliak, you know, Pizzy, and that because that was my first nationals. Yeah, so didn't really meet any of the women, really, because we bowled at different times. But, uh, oh, yeah, a lot of good memories. Jeff Jeff Bourne was there, I believe. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. it was uh, Kip Smith from BC. No, it was, uh, that's where I met all these guys who I would eventually, you know, see a number of times later. Yeah. You know, we were supposed to, Rod and I, we were supposed to go out with uh, 
uh, Greg and uh, meet Greg and uh, Bruce. We were talking one day at the lanes because we were in separate groups, so we didn't bowl against each other. And uh, we were supposed to meet them, but we ended up at a different place than they were. So, yeah. Everything we've heard about the Winter Olympics was just that it was absolutely like the greatest experience ever. And you're right. I wish I wish stuff like that continued. I, I wish five-pin bowling wasn't snubbed from yeah. those kind of things when it's such a Canadian sport. I, I just don't get it. Yeah, and I, I'll tell you, we were hearing it there. Like there was lots of uh, sports that weren't in it, and they said everyone was always saying, "Oh, we could do better than you know. We should be there. You got bowling here. We should be there." Like I, the one that sticks out was ringette for some reason, but there was others too. You know, everyone was trying to get in. Yep. And then the like you heard the other guests too. Like we. The lanes upstairs were put in in the gymnasium just for that. Yeah, that's amazing. so neat. Yeah, it was so cool. Yeah, and the army base was uh, just just awesome. Like the food there, we ate most of our meals there, I believe. The showers at the school were terrible. Like you know, if if they any worked, you know what I mean. So we actually started, I don't know if any other teams, but we, when we said, oh, they've got the facilities here, we always had our showers at the base. Like we all had lockers. They had our name, you know, Bruce Mortar, Alberta. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everyone had their nice. name on a locker. Yeah. It was really classy. It was good. That's amazing. Hmm. I wish we could do something like yeah. that. Or I would, I would love to see, I'd love to see us build a set of lanes and in, in like a gymnasium and just have like a stadium series of like tournaments or something. That'd be just two lanes in the middle of like shock conference center carry or something like that. And just have the bleachers all around and let's go. Yeah. It, it, it's amazing to me that, um, well, like that they did that in the winter games, but that happens in the States for the USBC mm -hmm. open championships. They literally rent a, a, a facility like the Agricom Center in Edmonton or whatever. They rent out the three warehouses and they build like 48 lanes, 56 lanes, whatever needs to be built to support the Open Championships for a month and a half. And they just run all the events, right? Like they don't use a, a previous center. They just, they build it. And they, after it's all done, they sell the equipment to existing bowling centers that need new equipment or whatever they just sell it off wow like it, it's where do they get it all in the first place and then every year they buy new equipment yeah so it's usually from a sponsor so whatever amf sponsors this year they provide the equipment and they they obviously have tons of sponsorships going on from the wall when bowling balls break down every couple months like like storm yeah. bowling is a multi-million dollar company right and so is brunswick and they can afford to sponsor those type of events where ours, like we always talk about Epco and Phipps and all them. Like they, they only can do so much because people only buy one set of bowling balls. Well, your yeah. market runs pretty, pretty thin, pretty quick. Right. So unfortunately we don't get the sponsorships from, from bowling related companies in Canada because their products last forever. Yeah. I mean, how could you put together even six lanes 
two lanes, I mean, in a, you got to store them properly in a warehouse somewhere, heat controlled. You got to have the machines. You got to have everything ready. Trucks, yeah. you got to, that's a big operation, it seems to be. Well, there. You, you can buy a set of lanes now for dirt cheap because all these centers that close down are selling awesome. them. And they're selling them for tabletops and patios because yeah. nobody's buying them anymore. The so wood for sure. Can, yeah. But if you can get, if you can get a, even a, a machine, of like, a could you even get a machine for cheap? For sure, They're probably pretty cheap. Yeah. Well, uh, we know one a guy guy's selling. We know we know a machine for twenty thousand right now. <laughs> uh, we we know a guy who bought yeah, um yeah. a couple of Mendez machines for like eight hundred bucks from the U.S. Yeah, yeah it's like or sorry, from Ont- uh, Ontario. That. Yeah, yeah, but if you can get a, a set of laminate, I mean, you, you don't have to temperature control those as much. It could sit there. You just have to make sure that it, you leave it in the place for, you know, a couple of you know, a couple of weeks so that it climatizes and then, and then get it put in and set properly. And you know, I just think leveling would be the hardest part in building the, the bracing below, but um, it would be a process, but I think it's doable. I still think it'd be awesome to set, like get two, uh, two semi trucks that are just wide enough for two lanes and butt them together <laughs> and have, have nothing but cameras in there and go. It'd be super cool too. Inside the truck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there was a dude that did that in the States. Yeah, I seen that. Had inside a trailer. Yeah, inside yeah. a trailer. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> and you yeah. just drive it around, park it, level it, away you go. Oh, I didn't know that part. I thought it was stationary. No, no, it it, it literally drives around. Wow. Yeah. I think that'd be awesome. Hmm. I didn't realize that bowling lanes or, you know, machines or, you know, used equipment you could get so for so cheap right now. Right, like I mean, if I just wanted it's to just, throw one up in my because, warehouse, yeah. you know, a, a thirty-foot lane, you know, what do you need? A couple of sections and then a, a pin deck and, and a machine. I mean, I don't want to be touching my yeah. own balls. But. I, I I don't I don't know if you get a lot of five-pin machines out there, um, but definitely a lot of ten-pins out there. Yeah, there there's a lot of five-pin out there now too. You can go on Facebook groups and stuff and find them. Just because all these centers have closed, sure. They, yeah, they, you can buy it. It would be getting high voltage boxes and stuff like that into your your facility in order to run that stuff i think would be the harder part but getting the actual material and the machines i it's not not nearly as expensive as it used to be that's for sure yeah so, sounds like we're having a conversation off air here Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> well i had that screen printing equipment in my shop and i had that high volt put in there so i'm like hey let's tear that out and put in a bowling alley Okay. Go practice. Go practice for the old man for the for the yeah. beachy home base for the bombers. That's right. Oh, oh snap! Yeah. <laughs> for the clubhouse. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Anyways, Greeny, how about uh, let's go to the open side of things? Um, your involvement yeah. playing the open first couple of years. What was that like? Um, you know, you come in again. A lot of zones. A lot of people playing. Provincials, I'm yeah. sure, were massive. Uh, oh, they and, were awesome. Some of the yeah, players you would have looked up so to. many people, you know, like like I say, we had the 24 zones. Sherwood was just packed. It, it was, and back at the hotels, there was two hotels side by side. Everybody had hospitality rooms, you know. Yeah, and, and the, forget what night it would be. Oh, Thursday night, the Carlings had a free beer night. So, oh, that was, yeah. Oh, what? free beer. For the like, we got back to the hotel. It started at around, I guess, eight o'clock, and twelve o'clock they ran out every year. But people, 
people were still had tons of beer on their you know at their tables and that right it, it was just a blast yeah and, and then you get up and bowl at eight o'clock in the morning on friday well though it was funny if you were on the men's team you were lucky because you got to pull in the afternoon the mixed team they're the ones that had to bowl so they if you were on the mixed team after the beer night that was a rough one for you motivation yeah. to pull better and make the men's team exactly yeah <laughs> that's awesome yeah yeah it was it was a really good schedule yeah, yeah. so what was your rookie year uh the first year out of ybc yeah okay yeah. i don't ask me the exact year yeah i only pulled the open there for uh eight years and and then i stopped and i i was just bowling the the yabba which we hosted mm -hmm. back home. You didn't, first of all, you didn't have the two weekends of qualifying in December, the expense of going to Hamilton, the hotel and all that. I could stay at home, go to the ABBA tournament, you know, and it was, yeah. it was a blast. So I, I only pulled the uh, eight years and then back, well, Barker and the guys got me to come out and I, I went back a few more years later on. I think I bowled a total of 12 years in the Open, so. Hmm. The Yabba tournament, that's no longer going on, is it? No, no, no. no. And you could bowl into that. It, it used to be 18 to 29, then they changed it, and it, up to 40, and then they made it, well, if you've been in already, you could bowl if you were 50, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. And there was a, those tournaments were pretty packed at, at the time too you know it sort of slowed down as years went on but it was it was still good like we had a tour there's probably uh six tournaments a year okay That's yeah amazing. travel around yeah oh and those you were allowed to drink in it was just a it was handicapped most of the events right yeah right. except the one on easter weekend which is when the provincials were that had five events and so that's where uh you know, it was really good, and it was usually every shift was pretty much packed. So that was a good time. Sort of the WCBT, but sort of on steroids, I'm sure, back then. But just in the, all in your area, uh, was that where the events were for Yabba, or did you travel around outside the province for that? It just, just Oh, no, just in Ontario. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like yeah. Some uh, They had Ottawa and that. Yeah, there we go, John saying. That's, that's going way back. That, that's yeah oh but that's, it's true yeah that's, that's 600 crazy. players across five events so right yeah 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 so it's not 600 that's players playing every single event I no 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 that's still, that's still yeah. pretty still a cool. lot of yeah. entries over the course of the weekend right and and that's crazy yeah. how they like ran used it to pull, yeah yeah and, and when what john was referring to there uh that was actually uh held in three different centers uh, like in, in Scarborough, there okay. was three, yeah, three different centers for that whole weekend. So it, it was crazy. And I, they used to have a big uh, scratch singles on the Sunday. And like guys like me, they were in Yaba. We'd come back from Hamilton to get up early to go bowl in that because they had a thousand dollar first prize that back then. So that that's was pretty crazy. good. Yeah. That's crazy. So we, we have some people chatting here in the, uh, in uh in the in the chat over here and one is near and dear to our heart but uh don's talking about how you won the singles in uh 1986 for the open 
Yes. And, and then uh, a really good friend of ours, Brian Randall's like, yeah, he beat me that year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but but Brian won a hell of a lot more than me in the Calcutta. So, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Steve, uh, Brian used to work at our center. He still coaches yeah. our center. And unfortunately, he's bowling on my team on Sundays. Um, but <laughs> but he, uh, he he tells us, yeah, he always told us about the story about 86. Um, and I don't know if we ever talked about it. We had a bunch of people on, but how much money you can make off the Calcutta in the singles. Uh, well, I came second, right? Yeah. Uh, in, the quali- <laughs> in the qualifying. And I got over two grand. And that was half. Right. So the other half was the people who bought me because you could buy yourself. You got 50 percent. I'm not sure in 86 it was 50 bucks or 100 bucks to buy yourself. And and then they have the Calcutta after four games uh, with the top uh, 36 who made it right out of the 72 because they dropped 36 after four games. So we had a big party. The Calcutta was a big party. Right everyone there and they go to the women and, and like, let's say at the bottom, uh, bottom three, like 36, 35, 34, they would sell as a group. So you had a, a chance for the last day. Right. And then as it got closer, went to two and then when they get, you know, in the top 15 or whatever, they go individually. So, yeah. It's funny that, it, you know, at the open level, I mean, that's the level that I couldn't imagine doing it now. I mean, can't imagine doing it a lot of places, but it just, it's funny the times of, of when you yeah. run events like that inside side game, right? With gaming licenses. I mean, T- Tim is like, Tim is scared of everything and rightfully so, <laughs> but, yeah. but I mean, I could not imagine, but I mean, uh, there's lots of places that could probably get a legal Calcutta going. I mean, in the, in Saskatchewan, you could probably do it. Um, yeah. In Manitoba, I believe you can actually. The AGLCS, well, well Manitoba liquor and gotta get a cut of it, right? So. Yeah, but that's, well, that's I don't even really. No, I don't even think they get a cut of it. I think you just need to make a donation to the not for profit. It's a percentage, right? Yeah, it just goes to a charity of choice or whatever the situation is, and then they can run it. But um, like stories of past hearing all these large uh, Calcuttas and stuff like that, it it's insane when you hear like Bruce Mortar back in the seventies goes for $1,200 and stuff like that. Like how many people went at that price? Like some people said there was like $30,000 in the Calcutta's back then. Like, yeah, and let's do the price exchange. Cause the price now would be a way more, right? Oh well, yeah. yeah. Inflation. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like, well, what, that, would, what would that be worth now? Like hundred thousand dollars? Like yeah. that's crazy. Like uh, in that one there, I think, I don't know if I was tied for sixth or seventh with Rob McGregor in that Calcutta. I think I went for 500 and McGregor went for like seven. And yeah. Yeah, it was yeah that's crazy. Yeah. Do you remember that final match against Brian for winning the national championship? And what would have that, I mean, obviously, you know, winning oh, that's goal, or provinci- there. provincials, obviously, to go to nationals. Right. And then how how did nationals go? I mean, just what did that uh, that feeling to, to win? Oh, the you just have, have you guys, any of you guys been to Sherwood or no? I have. Yeah. 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 And when you've been there, they've had the bleachers up, right? 
Yeah, and, and it, it is just packed. Like, it's hard. To, to, like, I've been there watching many times, and it's hard to find a, a place to watch, you know? Yeah, it, it's just crazy. So, and, uh, yeah, I, in the tenth frame, I, uh, I needed uh, 21, I think, because he had finished. And I threw the first ball, and it's funny. When I let it go, I said, oh, no. And then a second later, it broke a bit. Oh, yeah. And I got to say, when I first thought, I, oh, no. And But it was right in the pocket. And then, then I just, you know, had to, I ended up leaving the corner. And uh, so I won by nine. Right. Yeah. I, I love the Sherwood setup, the quadrant system. Oh, yeah. Quite the That's really awesome. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. I, I think back uh, when we had the open. We had to be way over, like, you know, the fire limit, whatever. <laughs> we had to be way over that. Yeah. Yeah. Big, a lot of people in there. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, the big room downstairs, didn't you? That, yes. That's where we all yeah. had our sandwiches. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. They had a beer garden down there for the open. Yeah. It was pretty good. It, it was closed a... when we were there last time. Yeah. Yeah. And they, clo- and they closed the lounge up near the, the cafeteria area too. Oh so really? That, oh yeah, 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 yeah. The one up top. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. didn't didn't have any of that open at all when we were there. Wow. Yeah. Was the was the lounge still there? Uh the lounge, like uh we just had the bar at, at the at the main desk and that was it. But the, oh, the lounge okay. was still there, they just the didn't desk. open it. Yeah. Yeah. It was still there. I think I so, they used to lease that out, I think, that little part. They, they yeah, I, I thought they leased everything to the 05, and the 05 just ran everything there. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, hmm. did everything. It's no longer, right? Like, what is, what's no. in the Bowen yeah, Center now? Yeah, it's closed down. Uh, yeah, it's half, closed. Of it's a, half of it's, I think it's a... Like it's a store, store, right? convenience store, store or something, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 But there was, there was yeah. talks that they were going to try and put, like, a 16-lane center or something still on the other half, I heard. Yeah. But It's still there. What... Oh, yeah. the lanes are still there? On the one half of they're still there. Last time oh, so wow. I took a, I took didn't a know that. Yeah. I'm loving I'm loving all the comments from the uh from people watching right now. Thanks for being on the ball. We're so quick and engaged. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I like the I like the lounge name. That's perfect. That's awesome. <laughs> um uh, so that that would have been your highlight of the open for you? Yeah. How did your national experience go? Uh, yeah, it was fun. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I would have, like, just being there, uh, it made me want to be on a team, you know what I mean? Because teams were having a, a great time. We had some really good teams there that year. Actually, they all won. And oh. they, all got, they all got gold. And Connie, she was singles and ladies team. She got uh, single in the uh, uh, silver in the singles and one on team. So all three Ontario teams won that year, which is very rare for an Ontario team to win the open anyway, I think. And uh, so at the banquet, <laughs> at the banquet, they were all at the head table. So here I am, I'm at a table with some guests and, and some other guests from other province. Four of them were from a uh, Ontario. So the one lady says to me, how come you're not up there? I said, well, they were short one seat. 
So I volunteered to, to stay. <laughs> People from Ontario almost spilled out of their drink, right? The one lady. And so uh, I got busted when they called me up for my grinds. <laughs> I came back. She was giving me a dirty look, right? <laughs> but yeah, no, it was, it, was, it was good. And that was Expo uh, 86 in Vancouver. So yeah. one day we didn't bowl, we went to Expo. And uh, yeah. so I hung with the, uh, the mixed team with Donnie Betts and them and the ladies team with Connie and them. We just had a great day all day just going. It was, we went to a bar and went on a ride. Went to a bar, went on the ride. It was good. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I think I remember Donnie Betts telling us about that Expo. Uh, yeah. When you started, yeah, when yeah. started saying Expo 86, that, that rang a bell from when, when we yeah. had him on. Yeah. So that no, was I... pretty cool of him. Yeah. I don't. I don't think that I would be going to the bar and then getting on a ride. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh. like quick way to lose your cookies. <laughs> oh, the best one! The best one there was this like drop zone, right? Yeah. They, they, they put you in this basket. Three of you go up, and you they, it goes way up, and so they tell you to put your hands at the side, right? And so when you start to drop, well, you you can't help but because you're sort of off the ground, right? So they shoot you up twice, right? So everyone's watching, all going up twice. Now, finally, uh, Kathy Barker and two others go up. And and Kathy Barker is screaming her head off, right? <laughs> so anyway, so they come down the second time, right? So you, And the guy had looked over at us because he knew we were a group. He says, watch this. So he went like he was going to open the gate, but he had already sent it up to go up a third time. Well, they're, they're screaming out. <laughs> this guy must have done this every half hour, 45 minutes. Sure. It, you know, whoever's screaming the loudest, right? <laughs> we were laughing. That's that awesome. Yeah. I learned early on, Dex, that I got about one roller coaster in me at any of these amusement parks, and that's it. So if dad's going with my kids, if I'm going anywhere, I'm going one roller coaster or one serious ride, and then I'm... Yeah, that's yeah. about my limit. I, yeah. I think Tim's about the same. Are you, we went, are you, to, we went are you to Knott's Berry Farm one time, and Tim was like adamant he was going to go on to this one ride. No, we're going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm I'm, I'm no chicken shit. I'm going to do it. And he gets onto it, and he instantly regretted his life. And I'm pretty sure yeah. he yeah, he couldn't walk for like two hours after. <laughs> uh, and you know the worst part is I drank a bunch of root beer, and I fucking puked that thing up. Instantly. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh, the good old six six flags or you know disney's disney's not so bad disney i can handle but we're yeah. talking like full-on amusement yeah. park there that's funny <laughs> anyway so it looks like masters was more of your jam yeah 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 i uh yeah had more success there you uh 263 average over 824 games in masters yeah yeah <laughs> to get on that list you had to bowl eight seasons like back we bowled 64 right a season and yeah, yeah. and for the aggregate you can't drop it you had to count all 64. so, so to get so on that's 500 your ontario years. average sorry steve what's that that's your ontario average for masters? well for the masters yeah that includes your national then? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Just our tournaments. Okay. Just uh, the regular 64 for the year, right. the aggregate. Yeah. 
That's awesome that the stats like that are kept. I mean, are they are they still kept today? Um, yeah, so we're I playing think so. They, I some think they've big got different, yeah. Sorry, I think they've got different groups. Like th- that one there you're talking about, you had to have a minimum 500. Uh, I know there's uh, one with over 1,000 and 1,500, right? Or there's fewer, right? Just oh, okay. for people that bowled more like Fraser and Cameron's and them who bowled a ton of games, right? So... Yeah. And did they always, when did they, do they still keep all six tournaments or sorry, that was eight tournaments I, you played? How many? No, games? no, no. We, we bowled uh, five of 10 and one of 14. The 10% the year end tournament was 14 games. Huh. See, all our, our, we bowled 10 games, uh, five at each center, right? Yeah. Cause yeah. they split it up. We had a uh, 130 men, 80 wow. women. So we were in two different centers. So one bolt, you know, let's say this center and the other at the other, and then you flip for Sunday. Right. And then the top 32, top 16 would meet back for a play down to, to win the tournament at, at one of the centers. Yeah. Oh, so you had 200 people for a weekend. Yeah. Two different, two 24 house centers, right? So. Wow. Unless okay, we so- were in Hamilton, we always played Hamilton once a year, so we were all together. Sure. That was the only yeah. time. Yeah. So, how many? How many does Masters have now on Ontario? I think about thirty-six. <laughs> That's <laughs> men and women. Yeah. Oh, and man. now I think they. I know. Well, they drop a tournament now. Yeah. I think so. So. So, Steve, um, I know we just came back from our Masters last week, and the guys just play with just the guys on the first day and the girls play with just the girls. Um, I think the guys kind of enjoy that a little bit more sometimes because there's a little bit more of a relaxing feel sometimes I feel. Um, did you enjoy playing together or did you enjoy uh, having them separate? Well, we were always mixed. Always mixed. Yeah, okay. there was a lane draw. So except for the 10% because that was a match play tournament. Okay. So the first day, uh, whoever's on your lane, you played them once, right? And and then the next day you'd be on a totally different group and play everyone there because that tournament because um, uh, they had the national coaching selection right after there was no playoff after right it was that's why it was fourteen games and it was called ten percent because ten percent of every tournament of the prize money went to that one so that one was really good money that was our best paying oh, tournament crazy. Yeah. You guys paid out decent prize money at every tournament though, right? I th- it was more it was more of a cash tournament with masters results, correct? Yeah, like there was some um like the regular tournaments uh were a thousand for first generally and right. the ten percent was over two. Twenty three hundred as high as, you know, depending. And then how uh, much do we win at the top thirty? <laughs> like, that, if there was a thousand dollars for first, I think you'd get a lot bigger draw. For sure, you that's a. And don't forget, thirty-two made money too. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. So, yeah. So. I'm looking at the website when you have two hundred players. That's. Yeah. This it, is amazing. I think stuff. Alberta had quite a few back in the day. Then. I, yeah, I know it was. Sure. I, I, I I always thought that they had eighty men, 
But uh, I asked Greg once, and I think he said it was 80 sort of combined. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah so, I don't know. That yeah. was before, before and then, I yeah. started playing. To and, be honest with you, Steve, it, it kind of went down as soon as Dexter took over. So I don't know if that has any correlation <laughs> hey, between it. In, it in, all fairness, <laughs> in all fairness, we've had the highest numbers this year than we have ever or in the last, like, 10 years. And it's a COVID year. So... <laughs> Shove it. Yeah. <laughs> so you were, I'm looking on the website right now. So you're second place by a mere 0. 0.09 average for over games of 500 in Ontario. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, there's some guys that have played 1,100 or some yeah. over Walter Heaney's over 2,000. Yeah. Ian, Ian Cameron, a couple guys over 2,000. I just, I love the stats. I love that somebody's taken the time and compiled yeah. all these stats and just have that. I don't know if other provinces, does Alberta have this sort of detailed stats from qualifying? No. You know, how many years have we had masters in Alberta? I mean, obviously 50, 60 years. Where's the historical data? On well, the thing is, you would have had to start to do it back then, right? Yeah, but yeah, I mean, something like you can't start to do now. Well, you can. I mean, you're just not going to get the history passed before 2000. I mean, I, I, I mean, Tim, you're pretty good at diving. I'm sure there's you know, some stats out there, some qualifying or some people might have it. I mean, that's, um, Oh, I'm sure the, the masters have all the totals still like guaranteed. Yeah. They just won't have game for game stuff, but they have all the totals. I bet you for the whole time. Maybe yeah, there was uh, you know, Diane that's a, definitely would. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a, I mean, it's a huge thing project. Yeah. Diane, Bruce. I mean, they yeah. made it 30 years in a row, weren't they? Just a, yeah. it's a data entry yeah. thing. That's going to be a big undertaking, but I just, I love that Ontario's done that. And and yeah. has has made that history because it's you know sort of ahead of every other province when it comes to stats. I would say. Yeah. D- Dex aren't... isn't a big stats guy, so don't don't expect. Uh... No. Oh, no. I'm not. A big, <laughs> not on, I'm not not on his watch. Personal stats like that stuff, I'm but just, I'm just bugging you. Dex. The other, totally the other, it. yeah. I mean, there's there's 12 years of stats up there. It wouldn't be that hard for me to take what's up here on the excels and put them all together. Like that's honestly not super complicated so yeah does but, other provinces keep stuff like this like manitoba or any other bcs or saskatchewan's what what do they have oh, i'm right? sure i'm sure saskatchewan does saskatchewan has like league stats for all their stuff yeah i could go through down a rabbit hole looking at all these stats yeah. here, so I, I won't but it's again it's just it's it's cool that they're all compiled somewhere so you yeah can, i like stats too yeah that that right <laughs> BC's got the last 10 years up there. So, again, Mm -hmm. easy enough to go through, but, yeah. Time. We're slowly catching up. We're slowly catching up. We're behind Ontario on the stats thing. No doubt there. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) We just focus on winning. (laughs) (laughs) So, so... So Steve, um, in in '96, you were the you won your gold in the tournament as a tournament master on the men's single, um, and you averaged 295. You kind of dominated the whole tournament. How, how did that tournament go for you? Yeah, that was nice. Uh, yeah, and it was in Newfoundland, eh? Yeah, so, yeah. I hadn't bowled yeah. in the Masters uh, for six years leading into that. And I came back. I didn't expect to do that. And I had a, a, a great season in the qualifying. And then Newfoundland on top was just, uh, it was just great. Kathy's trying to buffalo you, Steve. Yeah, I don't know okay. what's going on here. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 got, you got one, Kathy. Good job. 
Um, and, he, and you beat Lenny in the finals. It was yeah. close finals. It was close, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and like Lenny said on here before, it was because of me that he got in. And, and that wasn't the case. Like, he had the rough start. But uh, the only time I really helped him was the, the final game when I, I, I beat uh, – the guy from BC, oh, what's his name? Got it here. Oh, Cronenbaker. Oh, Cronenbaker. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, good old Joe. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah, like, I had an amazing start. I started off eleven and one, right, and uh, and then it sort of went downhill for there. Like, I only ended up fourteen and seven, right. Yeah, like I the the third day guys were just kicking my butt. <laughs> you know, I had a decent day and went two and four, right? So, yeah, yeah, but that's what happens, right? People are oh, like yeah. in desperation mode, and and they're, they're going to try to throw the obviously the best they can. And yeah, like Tom Tom Stevenson, he was the second high average, and uh, he didn't make the top three. You know, yeah, yeah. that's the way match play goes. Yeah, I think that that happened to Jeff Bourne one year, wasn't it? Where he was top average but didn't make it. Twenty fourteen yeah. master. He was in Winnipeg. He was, I think, he was bottom. I think he was last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was top average. Yeah, well, and he didn't make top three. Yeah, he was. He was actually last. I don't think he he won least amount of games. Oh, yeah. just because he yeah. lost the games. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just like, locked up. All the years I've been the Nationals in in the singles, I've always watched, and it's always. Like guys in the top three are thirteen and eight, you know, twelve nine, and they're all there because everyone's beating everybody. Yeah, yeah. Like the guy from Quebec, I think the three games against me had a thousand. So you know, I go <laughs> oh. one and two against him, right? So that's just the way it goes. Just the way it yeah. goes. Yeah. So when you're in Newfoundland, I I believe we talked to maybe in the past. You had a couple of good stories from that with Kevin O'Leary, was it? Or when you're having a fish, was it? Or you had the, the dinner that one time? Oh, no. That was actually uh, in Nanaimo. In Nanaimo. That okay. happened. Yeah. Because they, <laughs> they didn't like the, the salmon because they're used to theirs, Atlantic salmon, the Pacific. So anyway, we, had a, a, we were on an island, and we had salmon barbecue. And so I went up. I was getting my third third piece. And... and O'Leary says, Stevie, you can't eat any more of that. You're going to get alcohol. No, sorry, what do you call it? Um, some poisoning. Oh, I forget what it was now. And so I, so I took another bite, and then I didn't eat any more. And then I found out the next day him and Bets were joking with me. So. <laughs> <laughs> Just getting y'all, getting y'all around. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mercury, Mercury, just yes. Mercury. That's it. That's oh, exactly yeah. it. Yeah. 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 I know we're all, we're all trying to figure it out. Yeah. 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 No, no, it was, it was Mercury. It was Mercury, is what they said. Yeah. 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 Salmonella is yeah. the perfect answer, though. That's so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, oh, and it was so good. It was so good. Don, so, Don, so Donnie Betts wants me to ask you, how do you got your nickname? Oh, Daffy. That was the same year in Nanaimo. Uh, uh, O'Leary and the Betts were bowling in the the stepladder in the uh, finals, right? They were second, third. And me and uh, 
two girls, uh, Trish and Kathy Daku. Uh, they were going to a costume place. They said, come, come with me. So they got full costumes and came in, everything. But I just got a Daffy hat. I could I rented the hat. So it came in, and so that's why he calls me Daffy. Because I come in with this hat. He, he wasn't sure who it was, but he had a pretty good idea. So him and Larry were just... Right in the middle of a stepladder in a, in a oh, Yeah, well, it was before they started. You yeah. know? But it was perfect. Yeah. Because uh, so they couldn't see my face, right, with the mask? Yeah, so. That's hilarious. Good for yeah. <laughs> How about some more master stuff? Because you got a pretty solid resume here of, you know, provincial tournaments, uh, aggregate titles, you know, gold medals and stuff like that. So any yeah. any more of those uh, stick out to you? And who were maybe on some of those teams, do you recall? Oh, I've bowled with everyone. Uh, <laughs> no, it's funny. In all those teams, uh, only uh, once uh, did I bowl with the same bowler, right? It was always different bowlers every year, right? Like you had to average for the two uh, for the sixty-four games to make the aggregate. Every year it was two sixty-five. Some years maybe two sixty-seven, but be anywhere in that range, and you made the team. So it was always different players. Um, well, uh, the best team I think I ever played on was in eighty-five. Uh, it was Greg Pederitis, myself. Fraser Hambly, John Wilson, and Nick Pegnell. I don't know if you guys have heard of Nicky, but he was he was really good. Like him and um, who you call the Indian? Uh, what's his name? From Alberta. Uh, oh, uh, Cunningham. Roy yes, Roy Cunningham. Correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah those chief, two chief, really yeah. had the chief. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he he was on Alberta in that, but that year uh, that was a great team. And uh, I think we were 14 and six anyway, something like that. And, uh, but uh, a good story about that one, Fraser always bowled the leader, right? And John Wilson, uh, he's a leadoff bowler. And we had bowled against them in the open in the finals, the final four and from Guelph. And for some reason he, John Wilson uh, got in Fraser's head, right? So Fraser said, "He because normally it'd be Fraser laid off, no doubt, just like Bruce, right, in yeah. Alberta. And uh, he says, no, John Bull and Fraser Bull fourth with Nicky. So it was a real good, solid lineup. Yeah. Hmm. Amazing. Fraser sounds like he was quite the guy and would have been able to play oh. with him. Uh, oh, I pulled, like we were in the same zone, right? So I bowled behind Fraser because uh, I always bowled second. And I always didn't matter, yeah, but whatever. Always second. And it all started bowling up with Fraser in the open. Amazing. Yeah, I bet you he was seven just years we were on the team. Oh God, yeah. He's such a nice he was such a nice guy. Yeah. Honest to God. Yeah, there wasn't a better guy, you know. Like like Bruce Mortar, he he's awesome, Greg and all that. And Fraser's just there too, you know, Diane Biolini, just class, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they're all pure class on and off the wings. So, so you, you qualified for seven nationals. Yeah. And you had three gold medals and a bronze. That's pretty yeah. incredible. Yeah. 
And then the other years, like you guys have talked in some years, you know, the teams just don't mesh. Yep. And that's it, right? Yep. Like, I'll say one thing, and and I'm not going to offend any uh, other provinces by saying this, I hope, but bowling against an Alberta team at the Masters, there was nothing. Like, we had so many good matches, and it was just amazing. And I'm sure all the guys from the other provinces would agree they would say the same, you know, like Bruce and uh, everything. And it was just, it didn't matter who you guys had in your team. It was good teams. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I, I think it's, I still think it's pretty similar now. I mean, mo- most of the, like the best matches I've, I've, I've been involved with have been against the, uh, the Ontario teams. And yeah, it's always like a, a good little rivalry there, but a friendly rivalry. It, it's yeah. always awesome. Yeah, no, it was it was just something. I loved it. You know, whether you win or lose, it was just fun. Pulling yeah. the best against the best. That's why I like the Masters. I, I never went to the Nationals on a team in the Open. But the the Masters had, you're, you had everyone from the best from your province, not just your zone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's what I always found intriguing about it. It's people that you normally would never get to be able to play a team with, right? Right. And you get to go to, to support or to defend your province at yeah. nationals. It was amazing to be a part of something like that. Um, it's kind of neat to see the Masters go through. It's kind of its wave now, right? Because so now Manitoba would technically be one of the the toughest teams out there they've won i think three nationals in the last seven years for men's Mm -hmm. tim right like they become one of the toughest teams out there and it it's neat to see because like you always get that well the ontario the alberta teams they've usually trade back and forth winning at least a gold or a silver you're usually in that step ladder or something like that but it's it's neat to see the the change in, oh, I guess there's not a step ladder in Masters, but no, the change no. in the guard a little bit. And I think it, it brings those players to the other tournaments as well. Want to play in the Opens or the WCBTs or the, the other tour events, that kind of stuff. It's uh, pretty cool to see. Yeah. I'm sure we know the answer to this, Steve, but your preference from a single standpoint, Open Nationals versus Masters Nationals? Uh. Oh, I would say Masters, but that's because I've, I've been to more, right? I've only been to yeah. one uh, Open Nationals. Uh, yeah, so, like, I know a lot of uh, guys out there. I always liked the Masters for some reason. Uh, you know, I guess that's because I made more, but uh, no, I, I don't want to say one over the other. Yeah, it's just obviously Masters is you play match play throughout the qualifying stage, right? Before the stepladder, whereas the Open, yeah, oh, it's, yeah. a, in, it's oh. a pinfall format. Yeah, that, to right? me, that, I didn't like that. That, you know, if at least it was match play, you would have been a little more in, engaged in the thing. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Yep. Yeah. 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 But, you know, then again, they've, they've got how many provinces? you got 10 or 11? Because you yeah. have the t- territories, right, still? Yeah. 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 So... Yeah, there's more in you and in the teams you only play each other twice but then they have the step ladder where in the masters you got the eight you play in everyone three times so there's no need sense. for a team's step ladder after that 
Because right. you, every team's had a crack at each other three times. So who doesn't play Masters? Uh, NWT, Nova Scotia, and, Atlantic, and right? Atlantic, yeah, the Atlantic the, don't don't play. Newfoundland, yeah, Newfoundland, 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 yeah, right. yeah. And okay. and back yeah. the first time I bowled singles in uh, in uh, Masters uh, in '88, uh, there was only six then. Quebec wasn't in yet, and Northern Ontario. So they right. came in. I don't know if they came in the same year or one right after the other, something like that. Hmm. Right. Which is good. Um, I'm glad to see the two of them in there. Oh, agreed. Yeah. yeah. We're still trying to get uh, an Atlantics team put into Masters Nationals as well. Um, yeah. They they were looking at trying to get it in there before COVID hit, and obviously we haven't had a Nationals in a little while. So um, that would be that would be super neat. Just a and Nova Scotia, New Brunswick, you know, PEI yeah, team kind of mashed yeah. together um, just to get more exposure and more of the players from out there and, you know, build membership and, and you know, grow the game a bit. So, yeah. yeah. Now, here's something I was going to throw at you, and, and I'm going to take off for one minute, but mm-hmm. I want to throw this out. You guys uh, discuss it, and maybe your viewers – like for your singles for the open, right? You got your five zones, correct? Yes. Yeah. In Alberta, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. and only three from each zone in the singles. So you got fifteen? Yeah. Correct. Have you ever thought or has everyone ever brought up why not make the top six, like the whole men's team, be in the singles as well? So you got thirty and thirty? No, actually, no one's ever. You, you go, for, you go for your break, and we'll. we'll yeah, isn't that a no? But isn't that a good idea, though? Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't. Just I don't I think it would make the singles uh, competition a little more because it's got. I, I just can't see it. Fifteen guys. It, it just depends on on lanes. If we only have twelve lane house, right? That makes it for a long time. But um, that being okay, said, I'll be right back. You, yeah, you guys discuss. Sure. <laughs> Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, so I, I'm, you know, honestly, um, I, I do enjoy the singles portion, minus losing the Weber. Uh, but I, 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 I will say, I, but I will say, I do enjoy being fourth to six because that's the greatest part. You're, you're on the men's team, but you can drink a bunch, a bunch of beer during that time. It is. <laughs> I think um, I, I like the idea of going to the all of the men's team, but selfishly because I think I've played nine men's team and one of them I've made singles and the other eight I've been fourth to six. And I'd be like, you know, it'd be kind of fun to be playing here. But also on the other hand, I didn't earn it. And the rules are the rules. And you top three make the opportunity to play singles. And I kind of like that too, that no, there shouldn't be all six. Because what if you have a sixth place guy that qualifies gets in and now he's all of a sudden the one going to nationals like you haven't you haven't performed all the way to road to get that high yeah yeah i, th- I think it's kind of neat like he's saying you have those 30 but then now all of a sudden you're at 60 bowlers right because yeah the singles play doing, all at the yeah. same time and then then it you can't uh, i mean that's a that's a long day you start doing a 10 game qualifier well now yeah right tim if you have if you have twelve lanes that that's small enough to run the, all the teams at once, now you're looking at, you know, five player teams. You're looking at a, a ten hour day of bowling, plus step ladder before you even start the teams, burning people out right away. 
Am I the first <laughs> guest to do that? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. First for everything, eh? Yeah. See, we've all learned by now, uh, Steve. We all have cups underneath of our desks here, so we don't oh, have to get up and go. Yeah. It's called a stadium pal. They're great. Yeah. Yeah, like I, I've only had a couple of these, but I had a lot of coffee today. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. And when you get older, right? You just can't do that anymore, right? You got to go. Tim has had a stewardess tell him that he's got a baby bladder, so you're, you're doing okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't yeah. know. The, the, so final consensus on the six. I guess it all really depends on what the lane can hold, because you yeah. can't do 60 people two days singles qualifying. It has to be limited in some way. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, I like Alberta, it. I like it. Alberta but does the Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. So Alberta does the Wednesday singles, and then so if it was sixty, because you got to do men's and ladies all right. on Wednesday, it would just take too long. I think is kind of the consensus, and then you don't have time for like your team pictures, all your after oh, okay. facility stuff. But... So are most of your centers smaller. Um, yeah. 16. Yeah, 16, 16 is the main size. Oh, okay. There's 16, 18, See, back when I bowled, like the normal was 24, pretty much. You know, there were some smaller ones, but almost yeah. every center, and they're all gone now. It's yeah. so sad. Like yeah. Toronto Zone right now uh, in is now actually four zones. It's, it's Scarborough, Agent Court, Toronto, and York West. And... Back when I bowled the Toronto zone, there's not one bowling alley in there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. figure that it, out, right? It's just built, building space and everything became more yeah. more prevalent, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's just so sad. Honestly, I, I'm a little biased because our center is 16 lanes, but I think 16 lanes, 16 and 20 is definitely the sweet spot because you can host every tournament that there needs to be. It's, it's good enough that you could fill up your open play generally no problem. But you're not going to have a whole bunch of like down lanes or you know wasted capacity, lease space, wasted yeah. lease space. Square exactly. Footage, yeah, exactly. So yeah. that's kind of the sweet spot these days. See, um, yeah. yeah. And then, then you have a place like Chinook is 32 and Bonnie Dune is 48, and they're the largest by by. Oh, Bonnie Dune's 48 lanes. It's yeah. Huge. yeah. But yeah. but they don't they don't but I mean like even Martin said at one point he's like maybe we should take a couple out and, and do something else with it right because depending on the certain amount of days now right um, so it, it adds up real fast but a lot of if you go outside outside the main centers like Red Deer Alberta uh, sorry Red Deer Edmonton and Calgary there isn't a and whole lot there, yeah there yeah. yeah yeah there's like eight maybe eight lanes is most common out there there's not like any big yeah. center outside the the Metro's area, yeah. Lloyd Minster, yeah. GP, what are those? 12. GP and has 12. 12, and right? Lloyd Minister's 12. And Heartland's only eight? Eight, yeah. Yeah, yeah. A lot of them small ones are only eight lanes. Panorama? Um, yeah. Panorama, 16 maybe? 16. Panorama, and they have 16. And they also have 12 lanes, I think, for a 10-pin on the other side? Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah Bonnie doing something else. 48 lanes, all like stacked it's not quadrants or anything it takes you a while to walk from one to 48 when you got the green and gold bad lane yeah yeah but the the, no, but oh, the yeah. great part yeah. about that is you pass the bar 
Yeah. <laughs> no smoking room anymore, so you don't get gas. Yes. No, exactly. smoking. Remember smoking rooms in bowling centers? Yeah. Or just just smoking as a whole and bowling eyes. Holy yeah. cow, am I glad those days are gone. Yeah. Oh, but uh, actually, funny thing, Nebs, when they first opened, uh, they actually had a like a beer cart, booze cart, like super sized uh, golf cart, right? Motorized. Yeah, right. And it would drive a lot. Like, especially they only didn't use it a lot, but in the ABBA tournaments, when they had a ABBA tournament and that thing, it, a lot of times it, it just awesome. drove down and, and parked, right? And, and the bar was at one end, so it sort of gave you two bars. But it was, yes. it was uh, that's amazing. so smart. That's Honey awesome. Dune has to knock out its washrooms, and then it can do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I actually cool. I think I saw that somewhere. Yeah, you probably have the Nebs beer zamboni, the mini zamboni. Yeah, they still have it. Yeah, like yeah. it was like the size of a zamboni. No kidding. Hashtag, cool. hashtag yeah. Club Tour 2022. Let's bring it back. Club Tour 2022. Yeah. They, they still nice. have it. Let's they go. got a park somewhere. They don't. They right. don't use it. And, and when you're talking about smoking. Uh, you know how they had smoking rooms? Yeah. Well, Tom, they had these booths uh, behind, let's say, every four lanes or, or so. And you stood. There was no walls or anything. And they had, like, a vent come down. They had a screen. And, like, three or four people could smoke at one of these booths. And it took it right out. You didn't smell it. Honest to God, yeah. it was amazing. And, like, the I, money I, they must have put thing. in. It's a little hot box. It would have been. <laughs> it's uh, me. The money they must have put in for that, and then the smoking rooms. I don't know about you guys, uh, bars and that. They only lasted about five years, and they were all gone. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, uh, we we had the uh, we had the uh, smoking rooms only last yeah a year or two. Yeah, and then and then they was just all gone. It was like a, yeah, like a I felt sorry period. for bars, you know. Yeah, they they took a hit to begin with, but eventually people are gonna go back to drinking. Like this just, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. It, it is what it is. <laughs> they yeah. go outside. Yeah, I mean, we had lots yeah, of league bowlers that said they weren't gonna 40. come back. Yeah, <laughs> we had lots of league bowlers that said they weren't gonna come back if they can't smoke. We had lots of league bowlers say they weren't gonna come back when we put in lane guards. Mm -hmm. They all did. Mm -hmm. You learn how to deal with it. <laughs> Uh, let's talk CBCs. You've had uh, you had some fun there too, Steve. Obviously yeah. making some and money I had some and miseries too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, some pretty cool experiences. Now, what was oh, qualifying yeah. like for you out of Ontario to make those? Well, the first year uh, when I won the Open '86, they were doing provincial champions that year. So oh, okay. that oh, winning yeah. the Open also got me on there. Nice, right? Nice. And. Uh, and I didn't do very well that year, pulled the 181. But uh, and boy, did I get razzed for that a long time. Yeah. So it's okay. Kerry just threw one of those on Sunday. Yeah, but to do it on TV live, because back oh, then it was we were live. live. Hey, yeah, it's live. It's YouTube's live. YouTube's oh, live. yeah, that's true. Yeah. I didn't watch it till later. So Steve, Steve, it's it's the same thing. Let's just move on. It's just... Yeah. 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 yeah 181s aren't good. Not even yeah. close. Yeah. And, and that was at a Bolarama, right? Which okay. uh, plantation. And I bowled a Tharkla. And, and they were both like Bolaramas. They didn't take care of their lanes or anything like that. So he had them all oiled up. But not, no excuse there because everyone else was playing at 
but the scoring that year was very low, right? And and they that's because he would they weren't supposed to dress the lanes, but they did because he wanted them nice and shiny, right? Mm-hmm. So looking, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. We've so, we've heard that one a few times. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. And, and it was that when it was live, they they only had four of you there, right? Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like how it turned out to doing it all over a couple days and all 16 of you there and, you know, some socializing, having fun. And uh, I don't know why, too. It was out by the airport, but we stayed in a hotel downtown. They sent us by a limo to go bowl and back. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. That's awesome. And uh, also another thing there, too, was the production. They would have to set it up for like just over a couple hours of the taping and then boom, take it down. So the production class would have been cheaper when they had us all there, you know, over a day or two. Yeah. Because that, that was the time when all the matches were live, right? So they would yes. fly, fly guys out for just for the weekend. And yeah. If and if they won, won their match, they'd fly them fly back, back later. That's yes. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So even that class money. too, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So it's yeah, uh, a, lo- yeah. a lot of money it was uh, invested in that production back then. That's yeah. Well, and apparently uh, the production costs were paid by Carlings back then. Like they covered that. And that could have been another people. Okay. Let's do this just on one weekend or whatever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. To save that, because they have totally. they got the trailers outside and everything, and the cameras and all that. For all the production. Yeah. De- Dex, you mentioned once about your speed and all that, and how fast you and someone else had a match real quick. Yeah. Now, if that had happened on CBC, it wouldn't have been a problem because they would just show more replays. Yeah. You you were worried that okay, what do they do with the extra time? Yeah. And if I, I was were slow. Carrie was worried. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't encourage Dexter. Don't, yeah, yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it was really good. And then like, cause I did so bad, I wanted to get back on there, and, and do well. And uh, so when I made it the second time, ninety six it was, and uh, yeah, I did better then. Yeah. You remember not, matches not. or who you were playing? I'm doing some diving into YouTube here to see if I can find anything, but I don't think I have, there is. I have yeah. the, all the stats here if he doesn't remember. so The stats, but not a video or anything. Yeah. All I see is something yeah. about a, a backyard five-pin bowling that's had the most views oh. out of anybody. 55,000 views, the final match <laughs> of a day, classic. Yeah, from the England homestead. So Yeah. <laughs> hey, the Englands have backyard bowling. Yeah. That was there. That is awesome. I've, yeah. I've done that. That was cool. <laughs> <laughs> so of course they do. Um, <laughs> of course they do. So so Stephen in '96, uh, your first match you played uh, the late Dave Gorley and you beat him by a hundred. Did you match, say late? Yeah, he uh, he passed away about four or five years ago. Yeah. Quite a while. No, yeah. no, it was like Longer. over a decade ago. Wow, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, it was shortly yeah. after he won the Autumn Open. It was no, like, we, uh, we, three or we four years again. after. We play against him in um in thirteen in Newfoundland. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So 
It, I think it was like honestly, maybe seven years, maybe at the most. Yeah, mm-hmm. so yeah. But I didn't know that. Yeah, so you played Dave, and then you played Mickey Harris from Northern Ontario. Yeah, and, and then Diane. you and you beat Diane three fifty one two seventy four, and then you lost to Camboon two yeah. uh, two seventy five two forty five. He won twenty seven thousand, and you won ten thousand, which is yeah. wow. Yeah, that's yeah. still quite something. And then you guys played in two thousand again, I believe, right? Uh, no, ninety eight. No, nine. Nope. No, no, ninety eight or okay. No, no, ninety nine. Ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. And you you played uh, Pierre Gingras from Quebec, beat him, and then you beat Kenny Norris from Calgary. Yeah. And then you beat uh, Perry Gillum. Perry. Yeah, we actually had a tie. You had a tie. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's crazy. And he lost to John Conte, Conte from Hamilton right afterwards. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, what was uh, what was kind of the tie thing? Was that like was it kind of nerve wracking? Uh, well, it's two frames, so it went real quick, right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he went up. He, he missed spirit, I think, and I just went up. I got a double. Then I have a chisel shot. I don't know if you guys have one. No. <laughs> I use it a lot. I, I use it a lot when I uh, pick a three pin, right? So I, I, depending on which one I move over, so I use that because I can, you know, pretty much hit the side. I just want to make sure I, I forced him to strike out, and I got a hit on it, and then I went back to normal. It was funny. A couple people even noticed that I did it. You know, uh, what is that? What's a, ch- a chisel shot? You said? Yeah, like I move way over to the, the like. To the right, normally. Yeah. And, and mm-hmm. if I pick a, if I pick a right three, then I move over to the left, right? So, but oh, anyhow, okay. yeah, I just throw it from the side. Chances are yeah. I'm not gonna punch, right? And uh, I got a hit there, and then I left a corner in the last one. That's how I got the 88. So, so uh, that's crazy. That's another topic, I guess. Um, you have to go shoot a, a shot, not not punch. You go to your chisel shot then. Or do you, or do you yeah. play for? I if actually you miss the, did you miss the it, middle uh, first, the second ball. You can go with chisel shot. That's what you do. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, like if 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 you, the only thing that's going to hurt you is a head pin, right? Yeah, yeah. And I I did it the 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 CBC before. I'd, I'd used it once too. Like I don't do it a lot, you know. Don't get me wrong, but uh, I did it in that year too. I forget in which match it was, but uh, yeah. And, and that year, I think Pederitis noticed that I had done it, right? Which is funny because uh, for most people, they probably didn't even see that I had moved over. Yeah. So. Mm. Crazy. Yeah. Because I move over quite a bit. <laughs> playing, de- playing defense I, a bit. Yeah. I can guarantee you, I play far right all the time. I can guarantee you can still punch. Promise you. Well, see, I've had practice. I've picked a lot of threes, right? So. <laughs> that that's something to ask you guys like i know this has kind of been a conversation before but do you guys play a different line when you cherry a three pin do you I, play a different line or do you throw the same ball if i oh, rip out the, if i rip out the right three pin i will always move far left always yeah because it gives you yeah. both sides of the head pin exactly if i rip out the left exactly. three pin then i'll stay on my right hand side because it gives you both yeah. sides of the head pin are you saying I'll, like I'll on, on your first ball, if you rip out your three? Yeah. What yeah. do you do right. on your second ball? Yeah. Stay yeah. the same. Yeah. I yeah. move. 
And I, move, I, hmm. I move, yeah. yeah. It just gives you the angle, right? Well, exactly. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess. whether you're hitting left or right, or yeah. even pretty high sometimes, you know, you can it, still it, get it. If I rip out my right three pin, I'll move left a little bit. If I move up, rip out my the opposite one, the left one, I won't because I shoot down the right side anyways. It's just a really yeah, terrible yeah. ball. Yeah, my, <laughs> it's, my, it's just giving my you ball side ball doesn't side. carry. Yeah, I I don't carry with a ball side hit, so I will always move to pin side. So if I rip out the right three pin, I'll jump left to make sure I throw it into left pocket. If I rip out the left three pin, I jump right to make sure I can throw it in the right pocket. And and I'll move so that I can I can hit it on either side, right? All of a sudden I can put it into the into the ball or the hole side, and you'll see it jump across, right? So, yeah. Yeah, I mean I'd say I'm lining up and looking to play to the to the pin side, but I don't know if I move a lot. I don't know. I guess we'll think about it. I just don't rip all three pins, guys. It just doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They will now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, here's here's a couple of cool ones um, in Ontario. Uh, you guys do the the top ninety bowlers, and you were named number seventeen on that list. Steve, that's a that's a pretty cool thing, obviously, to be part of in Ontario. What uh, what was that one all about, and when did the when did you find out about that? Uh, that was uh, I think that was for the year uh, the turning of the century. I think they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I was. Quite happy to be on that list. Yeah, that's really yeah, a, lot, a lot of cool, a lot of a lot of neat names. Yeah, again, because what they uh, what they uh, use that like from your opens and masters and stuff like that, and I think some other tournament wins and that. Like there was point, there was points for everything, right? There you go. Ninetieth anniversary, but I think it was also as said not uh, year two thousand coming up. It was, it had to be. Oh, really yeah, 99. To... Yes, so it would have been yeah. 90, I guess. Okay. Yeah, because the, the 100 year was 2009. So that makes sense. Oh, yeah, no, no, I meant just the turning of the century year 2000. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Gotcha. Hmm. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. Just to be listed with all these, you know, guys I look up to and all that. Yeah. And, and then named to the C5 top 100 as well. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That, that was is really awesome. Yeah, yeah, that hit me right here. Yeah, yeah. And I was looking through that because it gives you a list of all the guys, right? And on that list, I bowled with or no ninety-two of the hundred. You know, that's amazing. Yeah, there was only eight names on that list that I didn't know. So that was, you know, and some go far back, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like you guys, sure. just with what you do and having old guys like me on, uh, bringing back the history, you know, that, that's pretty cool. And like, like you said, one uh, you guys are making your own history now. Yes. Yeah. Well, your generation and, and ones, so that's yeah. that's pretty cool. Yep. Try, yeah. Trying to leave whatever legacy we can, right? Yeah. 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 I want to be able to tell the story and to be able to help tell the story of of the people that have played the game before us. I mean, I think that's the coolest thing here that we can do is document that a little bit. Yeah. From your own yeah. words and some of those memories. I mean, a lot of these memories, I mean, we're talking 30 years ago, obviously, for you, 35, 40 years ago. So, yeah, yeah. To have, you know, yourselves coming on and to reminisce and to chat about it, it just inspires us to be able to keep making memories ourselves. So, 20 years from now, people might ask us, hey, do you remember back in 2021 when you were doing this podcast thing? Yeah. yeah. Totally. Or when you were starting yeah. this, you know, pro league thing? 
well, yeah, 20 years ago we started this, and it's all taken on something totally, totally different by then. Who knows? Like me and at? Tim always say, the only way we get into the Hall of Fame is as a builder. So that's what yeah. we're doing here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. Much. Com- commentator. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, but but then they'll look at it as like, man, those guys are assholves. Okay, no, you're yeah, not. Really. Don't put them. Yeah. In. Yeah. yeah. It would just be like the Pete Rose all over again. Pete deserves yeah. to be in there, but nobody likes him. Yeah. 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 <laughs> What do you see in today's game right now that you're seeing out there that's, you know, good for the game and successful, or maybe some of the people that are playing locally in your area, Steve, that are, that are contributing? Well, like I haven't seen anyone in, in years, right? Yeah. Uh, the last time I really seen bowlers was the hall of fame there. Two fifteen. Um, but uh, I, I watch everything I can, like your tournaments, the W V C T. Uh, I watch that all the time online. I love even just, you know, how you guys update the, the scores from each shift and everything. Uh-huh. It's it really, and when you have it, uh, sometimes you're showing the bowlers. I'll watch that too. The thing is, when you're watching the bowling, you really need to see the score. Yeah. You know? Totally. Not just for me, but for everyone else too, for, ab- right? Absolutely, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's the oh. most important thing. Like on, on the, the pro main thing league, that WCBT is doing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and like the pro, sure. the pro league. Like sometimes the the team score isn't the best. Yeah. So that that's tough, right? And plus you've We're got the different. Uh, yeah. Oh no, I, you guys are doing great, and you're you're getting better all, all the time. I, I tell you, I, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I. You guys hopefully are going to get that big sponsorship. And and that'll set you off, you know. That's really the hope. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah just somebody to support the behind the scenes and the production side of things. And so it's not always, you know, necessarily our own dollars or the bowlers' dollars that are yeah, yeah. having to pay to play. There's maybe a support from from larger companies, but again, it takes people sharing it and watching it Sunday yeah. mornings. I mean, if we can get to 200 people watching it on a Sunday morning, I mean, we're getting 60, 70, something like that, but. You know, two hundred or a thousand people. Next thing you know, like I mean, there's some things in the works here, but I mean, that's the idea. Long term is to have thousands yeah. of people watching it every Sunday morning. Yeah, and like if you could ever get that one big sponsor, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like the Open now, they don't even have one, do they? No, no, no. no. And like I, when I, Carlings did back in the day, that was yeah. awesome. Hiram Walkers for the Masters. Oh, yeah. We we had we had a sponsor in Alberta for a little while. Um, but then he moved away. So, <laughs> with yeah. the bats. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. No, but if you could, you know, somehow snag a, a, a good one. I'll tell you a quick story. The singer, I just fell onto it by accident. Robin Ottolini. She's actually here in Uxbridge is where she's from. But she started off just putting her stuff on TikTok and YouTube. She just got signed by a big uh, company down in um, uh, oh, Warner in uh, okay. Tennessee. And, but she's just, oh, she got noticed by being on TikTok and all that. So you never know, yeah. right? Like she's TikTok been out to uh, Calgary. So she played at the uh, Stampede there. Yeah. That's oh, awesome. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that's and the thing. Exactly. TikTok little videos. The, yeah. Or yeah. YouTube videos or whatever. Right. You just never know. I mean, you see the Hype House I was watching on Netflix. Guilty pleasure. Sorry, guys, for bringing that up. But the Hype House is all these people that just had millions and millions of followers and videos. And they just all of a sudden hit viral. 
one day yeah. and it just starts mm-hmm. going and steamrolling so can five pin bowling do that and the next thing you know people are watching your stuff and yeah highlight packages and clips and personalities start coming you just we just don't know you have to keep yeah. building it and keep putting the content out there so eventually you know maybe it'll pay off i watch everything i can i tell you yeah with the bowling well, most of it yeah. is you guys right so i i tell you like um I'm not sure, probably a few of our people watching right now, Mitch Hoopé joined a, a YouTube channel here not too long ago, and they showcased five pinballing because Mitch was originally from the Winnipeg area. And if five pin bowlers would watch that, like it, subscribe to it, share it, whatever, it would catch the attention because Mitch is part of 10 pin bowling. He's got sponsors in the States. That would catch the attention of maybe a 10-pin bowling company being like, hey, this 5-pin thing, apparently there's a lot of people that enjoy it up in Canada. It could draw interest from them to do totally. something with 5-pin bowling. Or mm-hmm. it, it just, It's so, so silly. Social media is so easy to use and so easy to like and share stuff, but it, it's amazing how many people won't do it because it's bowling or they don't want their friends to know that they watch bowling stuff or it's it's still a you'd almost it's almost still the the nerdy sport or there it's something that to do with yeah whatever you want to call it It, it's funny because i feel like that i feel like that changes like mid 20s you know like or even like early 20s where all of a sudden, like guys can go and drink, and then all of a sudden, they're they're going in on Friday nights with their buddies, and they're they're having like six beers and bowling some games, and then all of a sudden they start joining leagues and stuff. But at that, it's it's kind of like slow pitch. Like I, I never played slow pitch until I was like you know late twenties, and I, I didn't have a whole lot of interest in doing it. But that 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 sort of changes. But I think once you get into that twenty-ish range, that stigma kind of disappears and. People just realize it's it's a good time, and you can just go out and have a good time, or you can be competitive, yeah, and we, still I, have a good time. We should uh, we should make Mitch Hoopy an honorary dream crusher. I think. <laughs> send, oh, him some, yeah. send him some stuff we and send swag. him a, a Hoopy jersey. <laughs> I'll, I'll message my buddy Belmo. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. You put him on speed dial there, bud. <laughs> Hang on a sec. Let me call him right now. Yeah, you got to yeah. send him a pair of Yeezys yeah. if you want him on your call list. Uh, Tim, Tim's Tim and uh, yeah. Dex here. Is more of your revenue from leagues or team or uh, public bowling? Um, pre-COVID or post-COVID? <laughs> yeah, it's it's. I'm gonna say it's it's pretty pretty evenly split. Like we're gonna we make a fair amount off our league bowling. But our open play is where we make the profits. Like our elite right. play is like pretty yeah. consistent, and that's what covers most of our bills. But our weekends are just insane. We make a ton of money on our weekends, um, and, and that, that's, that's open bowling. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's it's a balance of both. We have so many leagues that fill up our evenings that it kind of isolates all of our open play into specific times and then our open play is packed. So I'm going to say it's, it's pretty evenly split. Like, okay. Back when I worked at Thorncliffe, like Thorncliffe had 58 lanes, 30, 10 pin, 34, 10 pin, uh, 24, five. And we had uh, dinner leaks, right? Started four thirty-five. Then they had the seven o'clock, seven o'clock was full. 
every yeah. single night and then the 930 leagues and they were generally full it was just non-stop bowling 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 like yeah. th that place was a gold mine and you know most bowling centers back in the day the 20 and like i said 24 was normally the average uh same thing they were full usually seven and nine thirty and, and you didn't have to do anything you didn't you didn't have no. to advertise you just had to like unlock the doors and people would just flow in bowling actually thorncliffe didn't ever they didn't even have a lock in their door <laughs> seriously fair no. enough yeah no. yeah wow. it was open uh 365 even christmas yeah, never shut 24 7. and you should have seen the place at uh once midnight hit uh a lot of filipinos they loved the tent and they would come in and these guys would bowl for hours like they'd fill one sheet come up pay for it get another yeah and and it, that tent pin side with that was because they mainly bowl tent pin yeah and but they weren't in leagues but they would show up all the time it was crazy they, there was a crazy story uh our previous owner at sure bowl uh lauren rodkin used to work at eastview and through the hunters chains out there right yeah and uh he said that there used to be a Filipino league once a week and it would be a, a midnight shift or one o'clock in the morning shift. Mm -hmm. And because they would come off late night shift and then they would want to bowl at that time. And it was packed. It was packed. And there's, yeah. like, I mean, it realistically, if we had a league that wanted to do that, how can you say no to that? Right. During yeah. You that wouldn't. Time? I don't, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's dead time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so crazy. Nick, we were, me and Tim were actually discussing about having you on today, but um, not anymore. No, no. <laughs> bye bye. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I guess we're kind of reaching that two-hour mark here, Steve. But uh, is there any any else you want to talk about? Like we've discussed your kind of your career and what we've been doing. But is there any stories you want to tell us about that? Uh, <laughs> we can share with maybe five pin universe after dark or what are oh. we, what are we doing here? I, I was kind of a, like to play jokes, right? So uh, anyway, I don't know if you guys heard of Mike Rowe. Uh, yeah. 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 He, he won the masters nationals in 99, the singles. Anyway, I worked with him. And so one day I was in the back of the shop and there was some broken glass. So, I went and got a broom and swept it up, put it in a bag. And that went out and put it just in front of his truck. So I said to him, Mike, can I get a ride home with you tonight? And he said, sure, sure. So I got his keys. I went out. I got the bag of glass. I rolled down this window. I put all the glass on the seat and on the floor. <laughs> there, there was a rock there about the size of a baseball, right? And uh, put that in. I go back in. Well, 10 minutes later, he's going out for a smoke because he went out every half hour. So he goes out and we're watching a customer coming in. And he was freaking out because eh? he didn't want him to think he did it. Right. And so, oh, man. so he comes in all pissed off. I go, what? So I go out to see. Right. I said, oh, wow. Who did that? I wonder. <laughs> so, so anyway, I said, well, can I? Let me see your key, right? So uh, I get his key and I roll the window up, right? And he's, he 
trying to figure out like how the hell are you doing that, right? Yeah. He was pissed at me. You you're cleaning that up, right? You lose your beer privileges. <laughs> so anyway, two weeks later, <laughs> there's a guy in the shop, and I'm telling the story. He says, "Well, geez," he says, "What do you do?" He says, "You get a cable tie. You know electrical cable ties." Yeah. He says, "Well, he says you put one of them on the drive shaft, and so when you go." So anyway, he goes out to his truck. He comes in with these big cable ties. I've never seen them that big. So again, I say, hey, Mike, can I get a ride home with you tonight? Sure, right? <laughs> so we get in to go. Well, he, he drove, I don't know, 30 feet and tick, 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 tick. And he's not going fast, right? I couldn't believe how loud it was. <laughs> so, so he stops. He gets out. He's looking at his tires. Yeah, did you hear that? Not really. <laughs> so he goes another thirty feet. Well, he gets out. Well, this time normally I, I can keep a straight face, but I was just laughing. He, he's looking. He, Green, what did you do, right? So I tell him. I said, just a cable tie. Just go, because I wanted to hear how loud it is when we get on the street and get on the highway. <laughs> but he would. He made me get under there and take it off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. You're gonna have to put up with one of these warnings. Don't do this at home or whatever. No, but no, but that was. Uh, he was mad at me for, and I lost my beer privileges again after that. <laughs> it's even funny if we were together a few years later and I bring the story up telling someone, it was like he was still mad, eh? Oh, it was funny. I feel like you and Bruce would have been really good friends. Bruce was a, a big prankster, too. He was. I, I, yeah. Yeah. I think you guys would have been like oh, great geez. friends. Oh, I gotta tell you this other one. Um, Used to bowl at this league, uh, Crosstown in, in uh, Toronto. And anyway, they had really good hot dogs. So this one guy, Russ Herkham, he goes up, he gets his hot dog, and we just, we're bowling his team that night. So he puts his hot dog down at the table at the back, goes up, he gets to the, you know, the, the bowl, uh, washing the hand. He turns around, comes back, grabs his hot dog, sticks it in his pocket. He's got the mustard, really. He's got dress pants on, goes up. <laughs> He, he he misses the head, but takes three balls, comes back. What the hell's going on? Well, apparently for three weeks in a row, guys on his team, when he went up, were eating his hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> so he's not this week. You're not getting my hot dog this week. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you put it on the chair? Yeah. Oh, oh my God. No, but he... Uh, his dress pants had the mustard and roll. Oh man, his wife must have wondered what the hell did you do, right? Uh, I would have just like spit on it or something. Oh jeez. Yeah. I would have taken a big funny. bite for sure. If it was there was yeah. a hot dog sitting there all ready to go, yeah. it's yeah, it's getting bit. It, it well, it's, it's yeah. just like Johnny and his nachos. Remember, yeah. Daryl? Yeah. Yeah, it goes up the bowl, someone else eats them, right? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I can't remember. Is that yeah. what the story was, Tim? Uh from my understanding is you guys uh you guys ate his nachos, and he and he started eating somebody else's from the special needs league. Oh, and, oh right, oh, right. <laughs> he just yeah, munching yeah, on yeah. it. Yeah. There's a special we, needs. Bowl. We were doing that with uh, with Gallagher's beer in uh, in Nashville. Yeah, 
we should compile a coffee book like a coffee table book of best pranks bowlers have done I you know I just I, made the idea so nobody else out there can take that so this is a five pin universe idea <laughs> I, if anybody's looking up, out there uh, coffee we, table book know, yeah I think it was this past weekend we were talking about it uh, was when uh, back in calling when when Johnny was getting a massage from Jen when he was ready to bowl and he's going like he's he's really oh, into yeah. it and and then Papa Chisholm Kevin Chisholm hopped in. And he did it for like 15 minutes and he's blowing on Johnny's ear. And Johnny's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. And then also he looked back and he's like, oh, like, this yeah. is what happened. Yeah. Top, top 100 pranks or top 100. Yeah, yeah that would be good. Stories. Yeah. 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 Hey, but if you up. do the cable tie one, don't yeah. let the guy go off on his own because he'll yeah. take his cars. The cab. Yeah. 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 You got to make sure you're in the. In the vehicle, we'll have to change yeah. some change some names in it and change some locations. Yeah. But the stories, Put like it's like the disclaimer, yeah, yeah, like yeah. the NYPD blue or stories might be we'll real, you, but the we'll names use John and... Smith a lot, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> John Smith. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, um, well, I think we'll uh, end this podcast here. Um, Can I just say movies? one thing before yeah, I go? Yeah, like I've got a, a few friends who are fighting cancer right now. And, and some of good friends I lost from cancer. Uh, and I'm sure all you guys have too. So I just wanted to give my uh, thoughts out to all of them, wish them the best. And hopefully this COVID will get out of the way so they can get their treatment and that. Absolutely. But uh, hashtag F cancer. Yes. yes I do believe right we seen somebody uh, post that earlier. I'll see if I can find it. So we can that would be Mandy. It was yes. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that'd be Mandy. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. There's so many comments on this one, Steve. You, uh, a lot of people are in there. She is. For you. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's sure. who I'm saying uh, it on behalf. Mandy's been fighting cancer for a while. She's okay. a super girl. Uh, well, our thoughts go out to her. And um, yeah. Yeah. Obviously, everybody we're, in we're that thinking same of position. Yeah. 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 We all know someone, right? Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. And we've lost a lot of good people. Yeah. yeah. So true. Yeah. Um, so, Steve, you're more than welcome to stick around um, and talk with us after. We'll just put you in the background here for a bit. If sure. you decide to go, thank you very much for coming on and being I'll part just of take this. A, and... I'll just take a quick break again, and I'll meet you back there. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. yeah. Right. And, and thanks for having me, guys. And keep up the great work for what you're doing for our sport. Yeah, it's right. just Thank awesome. Much, Steve. With everything. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, Steve. This was absolutely Thanks, fantastic. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Good job, man. Right. Bye. I, I feel like he would have been a blast to hang out with. Yeah, you could have been best friends, I think, hanging out and getting into some trouble. And yeah, for sure. Oh, oh my. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so good to get lots of comments from people today. I mean, I mean, obviously, and a lot of viewers watching, I mean, he was, was well loved and liked across the country. So, yeah, uh, solid guest, man. Great job. Yeah, it was awesome. I think it's the first time we we talked to him. I mean, we probably talked to him over Messenger so much, and and he's always commenting. So it was great to to finally connect with him, right? So uh, he has a lot of great stories. I'm sure there's lots he could tell, but again, it's that five to you after dark some stories. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely, definitely a lot. Might of, be, uh, uh, yeah. We might have to start that and just do like a Patreon only video or something, maybe. 
yeah. uh, be a patron yeah. member to to well, hear the, share the, the terrible stories. stories? Yeah, <laughs> well, that's coffee table. A book. We need to create oh, a book and change table, the name. Sorry, yeah. yeah. Honestly, <laughs> though, I think it's a great idea because if we could put out like a book of those stories of just that stuff, that's the stuff that gets people yeah. into the game. You know, yeah. you know, that's the personalities. It'll go viral. That's the it'll side of it. That's what about fun? Right. We we could do a five p like drunk history, just like that show. Oh man. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That has to be under a paywall or something because there's some stories that could come out that get a lot of people in trouble. Yeah, that's just it too, right? You make a book of bad stories, people will start putting two or two together. Like, hey, that was Bruce Mortar you were talking about. Hey, yeah. that was Steve Greenside you're talking about. Hey, that's that right. was, yeah. yeah it was sure. Dexter in his hotel room you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good story. Everybody's heard that one though. Yeah. Uh, so here we go. All-Star Draw, 32 entries. Good luck, everyone. And uh, maybe Marla will win another one. I don't know. She's teams a, a, to win a, Anybody lot. but Jeff. Anybody yeah. but Jeff. At this point, <laughs> anybody but Jeff. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, he's already passed. We're good now. We're good now. Oh, <laughs> I think Kevin's won before, too. Kevin's so, won yeah. before. Yeah. yeah. That's, That's awesome. Okay. Congrats, Kevin. Marla just missed by one. Yikes. <laughs> awesome. Well, <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't, so what are we going to do for uh, Podcast 125? We can bring a couple special guests on, maybe. We'll get some return guests. Yeah, and it's a good idea. A little State of the Union or a little what's going on out there and what's happening and what are you seeing and yeah. And what maybe our ideas on what we want to see happen in the future of even Five Pin Universe or something else for bowling. We'll come yeah. up with some ideas. We'll do some talking. If you guys want us to discuss any topics, just send us a message on Facebook or even post it in the Facebook or the five pin universe group on Facebook and mm-hmm. see what we can do. Yeah. yeah and then, and then, so if we're looking at scheduling ahead, uh, we'll have three guests in February and then we'll have the Regina classic, um, press, the conference. press conference. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be what February is looking like. And I know we have a, a couple guests that we've contacted. It's just a matter of getting them on there. So, and we've got a bit of information, flyers, posters, some of that stuff going to be heading out here soon to bowling centers across the country to help the, you know, help them advertise a little bit, Five Bin Bowling in their center and yep. uh, and share the word about us wonderful people doing this podcast. It'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, a little bit of marketing, a little bit of stuff coming out from us so yeah. that we can hopefully, you know, get some new listeners. And that Sunday morning is, I think, is is prime time for people to be tuning in and watching YouTube, checking oh, yeah. out some bowling, right? It's it's the time. Yeah, exactly. Football doesn't come on until the afternoon, so gives you lots yeah. of time to watch some bowling. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, guys, and uh, we'll see you all next week. Sounds good. Sounds thanks, good everybody. Bye. See you, everybody. Thanks, guys.